that you don't know who this jack of hearts is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I was trying to figure it out. I don't know. It bothered me the entire time, too, because they would bring him up a couple of times. And I was just like... (laughs) They brought him up, like, twice. Like, they were like, yeah, and and Jack Hart's dead. But that's what started it. That's the domino effect right there. Jack of hearts. All right, well, who the heck is Jack of hearts? I mean, he's got a very lengthy Wikipedia because I'm pretty sure everyone in the Marvel Universe has a lengthy Wikipedia. Oh, of course they do. Everybody and their sibling and family member. and He is the son of a scientist who created an energy source called Zero Fluid and an alien humanoid woman of the Contraxian race. Okay. After being exposed to a vat of Zero Fluid, Jack underwent a mutagenic change and gained the ability to project concussive energy from his body. Jack began his mission of vengeance against the corporation that killed his father. This led to Jack fighting other superheroes. Uh, da, 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 da. Eventually, he killed Strike, his father's killer. I don't know when he becomes an Avenger. At some point in this, he becomes an Avenger at some point. When his power levels began to increase beyond the capacity for his containment suit, Jack of Hearts chose to commit suicide rather than continue living in an isolated containment room for 14 hours a day. Jack took a child murderer who had abducted Cassandra Lang, the daughter of Scott Lang, oh. along with him when he exploded in space. With his uniform destroyed in the blast, the naked body of Jack of Hearts drifted deeper into space. Okay, so, wait, he was in space before this? Apparently. You know what? That, no. All right. So, there you go. I mean, I just want to know how he died before this, because he comes back I just as told a zombie. I, I, no, that's what I'm just <laughs> Thanks. He first appeared in the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, number 22, in March of 1976. And uh, apparently the last thing that he did was in Avengers Disassemble. So there you go. Well, that, okay. All right, we got a little, we got something. You got something. Got something, that's fine. Yeah. It's not like the that important, but it's fine. No, it's not that important. You know the other thing about this one, about this particular story? They're terrible. Like they're really bad at their jobs. They, I think that's, I, mean, I think that's on purpose. I think it is. On I think purpose. He's, that's the point. Yeah, but they're really bad at their jobs. It does feel like they're really bad at their jobs, and they also just kind of feel a little disjointed. But maybe that's also on purpose. I guess we'll get all into that. So, I am Kevin, and I'm Rachel. Oh, Rachel wasn't ready. Hang on, we need to redo it because Rachel was not ready for it. She was like, "Shit, I didn't expect that to be the opening." You could just cut my voice saying I'm Rachel earlier. <laughs> nope, we're doing it all over again. God damn it. <laughs> I'm Kevin. And I'm Rachel. And this is Shelf Life, a podcast hosted by our brother and sister team. <laughs> Why? We're doing a superhero <laughs> thing today. Because every time you go, this is Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was different enough. That's fine. A podcast where our brother and sister team go through all things pop culture one at a time, be that any genre, movies, TVs, books, games, video games, sports, sports, entertainment, comics. Oh, that's the one that we're doing today. Rachel, we are in the middle of volume three here at Shelf Life, and we are venturing back into the land of comic books. What is up for contention for the shelf today? Today, we have read the comic book Avengers Disassembled. Mm-hmm. 2004 <laughs> Avengers Disassembled. Okay. 
<laughs> yes, we are we are going into the Marvel Comics world again. We are doing Avengers Disassembled from 2004, written by Brian Michael Bendis and drawn by David Finch. So we did Old Man Logan back in Volume 1. Please check the archive. That was an alternate universe comic book. Yeah. In a different universe. Yeah. yeah. In the future. In the, in the future. This is a mainline, continuity-stricken, like, canon comic book. Which is crazy. From Marvel. Yeah. It's the first one that we're doing here. We're going to start at this point. There's a reason that we're starting from this point, of course, too, Rachel. Do you know why we're starting for at this point? Enlighten me, Kevin. Okay. Because... This is the end of one era ah. of the of the Avengers in particular and of the Marvel universe. Interesting. And it is the beginning of another part of their universe, another era, another long form kind of story right. that starts with Avengers disassembled and goes all the way through depending on your perspective, it could go all the way through to either Siege, Avengers vs X-Men or Secret Wars. So we're starting here because this is kind of the beginning of the long-form event era of Marvel. This is the first event, if you will. If you will. I like that. That's that's a good place for us to start, I think. And some people really like this. Some people really don't. There's a lot of people that don't like the fact that they did all these events. But I think that I liked having like these events every once in a while i think they do it a little overkill now but like it felt it feels big this whole era era feels very continuous yeah and stuff so rachel what happens in avengers disassembled and there came a day a day unlike any other when earth's mightiest heroes found themselves united against a common threat I mean, it's pretty much the same thing with every Avengers, isn't it? I think that's what they say every... That's the beginning of every Avengers. Yeah, uh... it was just a little description yeah, they have that's, in the that's comic. That, well, okay. And I'm like, that's like the same thing that well, they always so for, say. So for anyone um, that doesn't... I think most of the comic books do this. They'll put a little blurb at the beginning of the comics to tell you what you're about to read. And like Avengers, Spider-Man, X-Men, they all say the kind of the similar thing. Oh, yeah. Since the beginning, it's like that's your premise of what that character is. And then maybe at the bottom, it'll say like what. So this is supposed to be the Avengers worst day. Right. A big thing happens that they have to try to understand what's going on. I guess, like, chaos kind of ensues. Yeah. Because shenanigans. Shenanigans, once again. But it's, like, more like chaos on this this end, honestly. It's, there's a lot of fighting. It's a, it's, and it's very confusing. It's supposed to be... Someone's trying to destroy what the Avengers are. Somebody is are, coming for the Avengers. Are about, right. I guess, is kind of the idea. Yeah, I guess that is. I guess that is kind of what what this is. What this is trying to do. It's trying to destroy the Avengers. Something or someone is trying to destroy the Avengers, and they're trying to fight back against it, or stop it, or whatever. Well, they're so, trying to stop every immediate threat, and then trying to figure out what the real <laughs> overarching threat is. Right, really. which is something that Hawkeye points out. Yeah, and kind of is like you know. Well, well, I guess we should get to. We'll, yeah, we'll get yeah, to that, we'll get to Hawkeye. So Rachel. Do you have any personal history with this particular comic book? Have you read it before? Do you yes. remember reading it the first time? Anything like that? I do remember reading this. I'm pretty sure I was probably on a vacation when I read this comic <laughs> book. I think this was one of my, one of my vacation comic books. Yeah. But I do remember reading this one. I don't really have like a lot of history to like discuss. 
I don't think. You don't remember quite, like, feeling or anything Oh, there like was that. a lot of feelings because, like, a lot of stuff happens and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, that that's kind of my, that's that would be my description. I, I read this, saw what happened, and it was like, holy crap, and a lot of the different pages. But and then big things happen after this, so it's kind of like a good lead into that for me. I think both of us would probably say that we read House of M before this was one. Was it? Did we read that one first? So Is that why me... I kept thinking that this was after House of M? Maybe. Okay. Let me because in my head I was like, "This is after House so of M." Isn't I it? can I can kind of explain this for myself, and I think then you kind of follow suit. I read comics as a kid. Probably read them a little bit as a teenager, but kind of fell out of it. I lapsed on everything, and then I remembered like, "Oh, I like all this stuff. I should probably go back to doing that instead of trying to be cool or whatever I was doing." It's in high probably school. more so you're just busy. Yeah, and just not picking up the yeah, hobbies and things like that. you don't, you don't like get that. the hobby all the time. So picking up the hobbies again in college, I needed to order a textbook. Pretty sure I ordered both of these at the same time. I might be wrong about this, and I might have ordered one after the other, but go with me on this story. So this is back in the day when you didn't have free shipping on, like, Amazon or whatever. So I needed to order a textbook, and I needed to get free shipping but so I you was had like, hit like a certain amount of money. Yeah. yeah. So I, I did this with two different books actually at two different times. I got I read Hunger Games this way because I was two dollars short and they had a paperback version of Hunger Games. So I'll repeat that story when we do that. Nice. But I needed to find a book, and I was like scouring Amazon to try to find this book, and found House of M on sale. And I read the, what the description of it was, and I was like, that sounds interesting. All right, like. What the hell? I'll order it. I need to get free shipping. It's cheaper than the shipping cost would have been because it was, you know, whatever. So I read House of M first. And then I looked up, okay, what precedes this? Because why is why is this happening right. in House of M? Like, you know, is there, a, is there a prequel? Right. And this is the prequel. This is the first step that, of that. See, that makes more sense. Yeah, it so, does make a lot of sense that it goes this way. So then I order that trade paperback, and then I order Civil War, and, you know, all the rest of them that kind of come after this that per, that not proceed is it proceed i think it is proceed proceed and proceed proceed would be before proceed is after succeed succeed mitch <laughs> niece whatever whatever else, whatever i i don't know now i'm confused all the words just um sound the same so so again i my guess is rachel that's how you Kind of fell oh, in no, I too. assume that's what happened, because you would have probably been like, hey, you should read this, you'd like this one. And then I read probably House of M, and then you're like, hey, I found this one, here's the, here's your stack of comic books to read this summer. And then right. I would sit and read the comic books on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's how we come here. And the reason that, of course, we said we're doing this first is because it is kind of like the first chapter of one era. It's kind of the last chapter of a previous era. So we can kind of go into a little bit of how this kind of came about kind of comes about because of Brian Michael Bendis. Now, a lot of this is anecdotal. It's hard to find a lot of this, but you can see it in like little interviews. Or you can see it in snippets of other people talking about it. So I might have some of these. Fa I don't wouldn't call any of these facts. This is just seems to be like how this is kind of strung along, right? So Marvel's editorial staff plus Bendis were looking into ways to modernize the comics. Marvel's editorial staff comes up with the idea to make the ultimate universe. And Bendis is given permission to rewrite Spider-Man with no continuity needed. 
So he's going to make a new universe starting with Spider-Man. And he can do everything with Spider-Man. And people love this thing. They think it's great. They think it's a great new take on Spider-Man. They think it's very grounded. It's realistic. The stories are slower mm-hmm. and more character-driven than Spider-Man was in the 90s, which really did a lot of disservice to him. So he becomes a big hit in the comic community. That's exciting. I like that. Marvel editorial is like, well, what else do we have that needs a boost? And the guy in charge of Marvel, maybe it's a CEO, maybe it's just somebody that's like in charge of Marvel, is like, well, what about these Avengers? I thought these guys were like your big tickets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Marvel people are like, well, people like Spider-Man, people like the X-Men, people like the Fantastic Four. Nobody really cares about the Avengers. Nobody gives a shit about the (laughs) Avengers. Like, yeah, Captain America, fine, whatever. Iron Man, eh. Thor, eh. All this shit. It's weird to think that way now, but yes. But that's what it was. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were respected in the canon of the universe. Right. But they were kind of off doing things that were almost too big for them. Yeah. Because they'd be doing these big space. A lot of the time it would be space, right? A lot of interstellar stuff would be happening. Yeah. And the thought process for 30 or 40 years for Marvel was you prop up. Avengers with the Trinity of of Marvel, which is Cap, Iron Man, and, and Thor, mm-hmm. and you prop those three up, and the rest of the Avengers team is garbage that nobody cares about. But they're if they're on characters. the Avengers, okay, they're Let's small. Not call them garbage. Okay, whatever. I mean, some of these <laughs> characters are garbage. They're, they're weird. Sometimes there's like some just like, where did you come up with this concept, and why did you come up with this concept? <laughs> But yes, they're small characters. They're characters that are not going to carry a line of books on their own. But they thought, well, if we have these characters and they're in the Avengers, then people will think they're important because they're in the Avengers. Right. The problem was, did the opposite thing. And it made the people go, the Avengers are a ragtag group led by three people that are way too good for this. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So the Avengers were doing some stuff in the late 90s and early 2000s that people, people liked just fine. Uh, some people really like this this era. Uh, Buziak, Buziak, Kurt Buziak, and George Perez did this 1998 to 2004 era of, of comic books for the Avengers. I could go into and I could go into this lengthy thing about the the bankruptcy in Marvel in the 90s, how they did terrible. I read some of them on Marvel Unlimited. Aww. Terrible comics in oh, the mid sad. to late 90s not these guys then they gave it back to these guys and these guys kind of had to resurrect the avengers and make them into some sort of some sort of respectable thing sure yeah and they did people like those comic books i've never read the 1998 to 2004 run but people like them there's apparently a very good red skull run there's a, a an ultron story that is like people say is the quint- quintessential ultron story so maybe one day we'll read those too which could be fun you know, if you guys if you guys want us to to read those, let us know. Well, I'm sure give we'll us, get to that. Give sometime. us some suggestions too, because sometimes there's a diamond in the rough that we would love to to get to see, or something outrageously horrible that would you just have to read it to believe it. The other thing I was thinking, Rachel, is like these main event stories we'll read in order, but we don't have to read everything in between. So like oh, yeah, we, that's we fine. don't have to read X twenty three before House of M, but okay. we can come back and read X twenty three. Oh yeah, at some yeah, that, point. that that works for me. Okay, I can't wait for House of M. 
these guys are doing just fine. It's kind of of the times. I've heard it's kind of it's a little corny, and you you see that even in this, even written by oh, Bendis. There's, there's a little bit of like comics, this though. feels, but it feels older than the mid aughts books a little I suppose, bit. Suppose, but I, I just. I always feel like even in anything like newer, there's always going to be something corny. It is a comic book that is kind of well. That's yeah. That's the that's just like a part of that's it. That's the genre. Yes. Still, but you're like just saying bit. that it's like it feels like corny, as in like yeah, older, right? A little bit retro. <laughs> so so anyway, these guys at Marvel are like, why can't we do something good with the Avengers? Why are we just sticking them with nothing? So they bring in Bendis, and they're like, you saved. Spider-Man, you made the Ultimate Universe or whatever. What could you do with the Avengers? And he said, well, first of all, I'd destroy the hell out of it. I would put in people... I would put in characters that people actually care about, like Spider-Man, like Wolverine. Why are we not using these characters on the, the team that's supposed to be the team in your Marvel Universe? Right. You want the characters on the team. So they liked his idea, and they give it to him, and he says, I have to tear down the status quo. I have to destroy this team, and I have to build it from the ground up. And that's the start here with this Avengers Disassembly. I'm like, you're getting me excited to talk about this now. <laughs> so that's what, the, that's what this story is supposed to be. And, and that's where you know they, they came together. David Finch draws this. Rachel, before we get into it, anything about the artwork that well, you like? I do like really to... like the art style. I really it's very like pretty. the art style. It's very pretty. It's very high contrast. So like those shadows are going to be like deep, dark black shadows, yeah. which is fantastic. I don't know if I have like a lot to say about it, but it's it looks really good. I love how I always get to talk about the artwork I mean, in the comic it, books. That's my favorite. It's very, it's just very detailed, and the faces look really good and everything. Right, it's, yes, it's, it's they're very really expressive. Great. Yeah, a lot of detailing. Yeah, definitely lots and lots of detailing. So they give him a four issue run only to end the Avengers, and he has to do all of that in that time, which we are about to go through now. So the question is. As always, does the story to end the old school run of the Avengers, Avengers Disassembled, have shelf life? Rachel, anything else before we hit the break? Oh, no, I'm ready. All right. When we come back, we will walk through Avengers Disassembled. Avengers Disassemble! <laughs> I, that was dumb. <laughs> like how corny it was. <laughs> help battling the energy wasters, the thermal thief, the wattage waster, and the cold air crook. These insidious villains are probably in your home. Defeat the thermal thief by shutting doors. Waste the wattage waster by turning off unused lights. And cool the cold air crook by shutting the refrigerator door. Saving energy is everyone's business, so keep it up, America. And we're back with Shelf Life, Avengers Disassembled, Volume 3 of Shelf Life here. We're about to walk through the story that destroyed the Avengers, I guess. Is that the... Disassembled them. Okay, disassembled. You're right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like too on the nose, but it is true. It's such a weird word to say. Disassemble? <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, I know Avengers Assemble was always the, is it the mantra of Cap or whoever's leading the right. team? yes. And it's because it's alliterative, probably. Right. What, what, uh, hey Jack, what, uh, what word do you think we can what put in here say? for, it's, it's Avengers 
And what do they do? Uh, you got to start together. with an A. Avengers, uh, Avengers, uh, uh, achieve. Avengers, uh, Avanti. I don't know what we're going to do <laughs> I here. like Avanti. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, Stan? It's not going to be Avengers Avanti. <laughs> I, well, I thought we could, you know, it, it allows uh, the kids reading the book to come up with a new word. Like, it had to be that, right? Like, assemble. Well, bring them all together. That They're going to go fight. They're going to assemble. I suppose. It had to start with an A. Because it's not like you can't go, like, Avengers gather. Avengers meet. <laughs> Avengers no, it rally. it has to start with an A. It's just that disassemble sounds so strange. Well, disassemble, <laughs> I mean, if you if you take it out of context, right? If you just take the word out of context and you talk about it, like, in, in another way, it sounds like a normal word. But when you're putting it with Avengers, it doesn't sound it doesn't weird sound right. Yeah, because of the it's because it it sounds of, clunky. It sounds clunky, and I think that's that works for it. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, you don't? I I don't know. I think I mean I know what they're I know what they're getting at. So I think a disassembled is a fine title. I like it. It just you have to say disassembled, and it's it's what four syllables. That's just a lot of syllables. I don't know. I'm Avengers just... <laughs> disassembled. <laughs> I'm just saying. Assembled. I mean, the thing is with Avengers assemble, it all has the same amount yeah, of syllables as well. That's so right. when you add another syllable, it's going to sound a little bit more disjointed if you want to actually get that complex into it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I think it Marvel works for it. Go, please go back in the past 20 years and work on I still think it works. No, no, no. I disagree. I think it still works for it because of what it's doing, of its choice. The word choice works. All right. No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with your opinion. Now, one thing to point out. I'm not out, fine with yours. Now I'm mad. <laughs> I, I'm, I will point out that there are side stories going on during this. So, like, and Marvel does this with a lot of the events now where there'll be the main event, which we stole. And then there'll be other events, like side quest events, sure. where it's like, oh, what's Spider-Man doing while this is going on? Right. And that sort of stuff. So Thor, I'm just just saying this for oh, yeah. Thor's for now. not here. Thor is absent. Yeah, Thor from is these absent. Comic books. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's got his own shit going on on Asgard during. I'm this assuming time. with Loki. Yes, I think Loki's trying to bring Ragnarok. Yeah, fair. Okay. Because it's like disassembled, so he's trying to destroy the world and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. So there is a Cap disassembled and Iron Man disassembled and that sort of thing, but I mean maybe and maybe we'll connect those or do those at some point. It could point. be interesting because I haven't read those. But it is interesting that Thor is not here. Yes. Because he's a big one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is but a founding Avenger. Maybe that's a part of it. Thor is not here. Yeah, they can't... Actually, like, they cannot no, get they, everybody together. They play into that in the future installment or, like, the different parts of this bigger story is that, like, everyone is like, where the hell is Thor? Like, he, they don't know where he right. is. Right. He's just gone. So, Rachel, shall we get right in? Oh Avengers yeah, disassembled. let's jump in straight to Avengers Manor. We should say we are, this is, the first issue here is Avengers number 500. Okay, my bad, yes. Do you want to just, do you want to talk about the covers? Because last time you were very adamant that I did Well, it kind of makes sense to talk about the covers. Okay, go you ahead know, and talk so about the covers. So the, the cover has, which I like this too, there's a broken A on like the corner, it looks like it's shattered, mm-hmm. and then it has a lot of like big characters. I would I would say big characters. I think now, it's were the they? current team. It's like the current team. Okay. 
flying to the right. It's it's just very active. You know, you can tell they're going towards something. There's like a goal they're looking they're, at. They're ha- they're rushing towards something. Right. Yeah. And and on the right, I like this too. It says chaos. So to me, it looks like they're going headlong into chaos. Where do you where do you have that? I don't see that. Oh, I don't have that on mine. Because in the book, it doesn't say that. Oh, that's interesting. So in the physical yeah. copy of the book, it yeah. doesn't say in the chaos paperback, part one. I don't see that. Yeah. But this says chaos part one. Interesting. Okay. Who knew? So we start out at Avengers Mansion. Should I say who's on the team? Do you want like, to? The Go only ahead. one I don't know is like Madam Britain at the bottom. Yeah, I think you got the name kind of right. I think it's Captain Britain. But I like oh, it the is. idea. Captain Britain. I like the idea of her being called Madam Britain. <laughs> I don't know why I went with Madam, but I, okay. So we have Hank Pym as Giant Man. Yeah. We have the Wasp. Iron Man, Scarlet Witch. I don't know why it like got stuck in my head there. We have the Vision. We have Hawkeye, Captain America, She Hulk, and Captain Britain or, or Madame, Madame Britain. Captain Britain. Madame Britain. <laughs> I don't know who this is, and I'm sure the folks at home will call me a, a loser. And how dare I call myself a comic book reader if I can't remember her name? I'm sure we'll find it later. Because Captain Britain, I always remember as Bra- Brian Braddock. I don't know who this Captain Britain is. I know they call they say what her name is at some point. Betsy Braddock. Oh, so it is another Braddock. It is another Braddock. Okay, Betsy Braddock. I don't know what she how she's related. It's her twin to Brian. brother. Oh, okay. Brian. Yeah, Brian yeah. Braddock. Twin brother. That's the one I says. always know. Okay, that's what it says. Okay, at least that makes sense. Because like I was always like I thought Captain Britain was Brian Braddock. I don't know who this is. You're so, not fair. I right. think it's fair. There's so many characters. Look. <laughs> There are so many characters. And there's alternatives to the characters That's right. and reboots of the characters. So you don't know everybody. You, you were... might, but that might be your only thing then. <laughs> it's not my only thing. So you were saying that we start off at Avengers Mansion. That is Avengers Mansion, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, big A's on the on the front. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, I've never ever liked Avengers Mansion. I never liked the idea that the Avengers live in a mansion. I never liked the idea that it was a mansion in the middle of Manhattan. Is the reason they did that because of like how X Men have like the school that's like a mansion? I uh, and so they're like, okay, remember. well, they have Avengers one as well in the middle of the city. I don't know if remember it's all Jack Kirby and, oh, yeah, sure. and, no. and Stan Lee. So I don't know if they would have come up with the school first, or actually they probably came up with the school first and then this one. So maybe. I think it's supposed to be more like the Justice League have their like Hall of Justice. Mm. I think that's what this is. It look to me, it looks like a school. It does look a lot like Xavier's mansion. It looks like a public school to me because it's like brick. <laughs> you well, have lots of windows. In, in very square. You have I, like that scary wall around it I that never keeps liked you in it. forever. <laughs> never liked it. So what about what's about to happen to it? I didn't care. Nobody cares. And <laughs> there's people out there that I'm sure were pissed that he destroys the Avengers Mansion. I was just their headquarters. Was like great because where it ends up being at is where people like that read or that that read that no MCU Avengers. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. They'll be more familiar with like oh yeah the you tower, know, a skyscraper, <laughs> like something that makes some sense, right? This makes no sense. Because this, like, this, this doesn't fit, like, in the middle of a city. Like, this would be in the outskirts. And, like, you're putting so many fucking people in <laughs> danger. I mean, you still are with a, a, a giant tower. Yeah, you are. And there are problems with that, But they have a better too. eye, like, eye 
around yeah. the city with a giant tower that towers over it instead of you know being smuggled like in little yeah. guy in the middle I, like I just you can't like do it. that because that's my diatribe about the avengers mansion and they're doing some normal avengers thing i think they're just having like lunch or something yeah i don't know I, I can't tell. It looks like they're having, like, coffee and just relaxing around the... Hawkeye's eating some french fries. Is he eating french fries? Is that not a french fry? He's got ketchup on a french fry. Wasp is eating a salad. Captain Britain looks like she's eating a salad. Oh, I guess so. Oh, yeah, that that is ketchup on a french fry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe it is lunch. I don't know. He could be eating fries for breakfast. It is Hawkeye. He would eat fries for <laughs> breakfast. So, folks at home, this is the... <laughs> This is the second story that we featured on Shelf Life with comic books, and it's the second fucking book in a row where Hawkeye is like a main character. That's so true. This is young Hawkeye, though. For those of you that are only familiar with the movies, Hawkeye in the comics is a bit different, especially yeah. in the fact that they made the Hawkeye in the movies have a family and shit. Hawkeye in the comic books is like uh... he's like a playboy. Well, he's a womanizer, but he's he's like I don't want to say he's a loser. He's like a he's like a not a recluse. He's like a I don't know. He's kind of like a spaz. Like he because <laughs> because he like you can tell he's just the kind of guy that's like I'm not gonna like like somebody could come over and be like Hawkeye. We haven't seen you in a couple days, and he's like in his underwear eating cereal, watching cartoons, and it wouldn't feel out of place. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He kind of just does what he wants. Yeah, that's, he what, what, I, he that's wants. what I'm trying to say. He's kind of a, a rebel. Yeah, I mean, he's not He's not really a rebel. I wouldn't call him a rebel. I think he's just kind of like, I don't know. There's a word. Yeah, there's, there's a, a word. word. And I can, it's not coming to mind. It, I'm going to remember it while I'm editing the fucking thing. I'm, then, then I'm going to be like, yeah, this in. is the word. Just edit it in. As opposed to, you know, the movie, he's a lot more of that cavalier character. Cavalier is good. And he is more of the heart of the Avengers. Like, that is how he's always been portrayed in the comic books. He is the workman of the Avengers, because he doesn't have powers. He's just a really good shot. He's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and a former thief and this kind of stuff. So he's the the most human of the Avengers. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is talking about who, who he would rather sleep with. And... Rachel Shearer. Of course he is. Of That's what he's he talking is. about. Yes, I know he is. So he's he talking is... about She-Hulk is one of them because he says the, no, green, no, no. the well, sexy green haired one. Okay. Right? All right. So it's got to be She-Hulk, sexy no, green hair. Back up. No, he's not talking about She-Hulk. He's talking about Viper. Oh yeah, you're right. It is Viper. because him and Scott Lang are going back and forth, and Scott has asked him who he would want most that he can never have is, and Hawkeye oh, right. says, of course, it's the bad Viper. Guy from hydra like madam right. hydra yeah and that that's where fine that's where scott lang's like you mean the one with the green hair and he's like the one with the sexy green hair and green leather you have a thing for her i really do and then they call him then that's when she calls him a pig you're right you're right I guess I'm just thinking, I saw the green and I went She-Hulk. And I was like, I, oh, yeah, they do mention who it actually is. But, I mean, it could be She-Hulk. Because she... He does, he does the... Tell me he doesn't have a thing for She-Hulk. Well, he has a thing for everybody. I know! <laughs> so, 
So, like, they, they're going back and forth about this, and then they're calling him a pig, and Janet's like, ew, or she hugs like, ew. Well, yeah, she I calls him remember. a pig, and he's like, you don't even know what we're talking about. And, and it's ha- like, well, come on, like, it's hard to figure that out. And Hawkeye's like, like, must be all that green, and, like, kind of winks at her, or, like, smirks, and that's, that's Oh, yeah, the, yeah, there yeah. you go, yeah, mm-hmm. So, but before She-Hulk can come back, the alarm goes off, a security breach has come, and it's in the back, and Wasp is like, okay, put it on the hologram. Like, we need to see what's going on here. When they say hologram, it's like this hologram that's, like, above the conference table, and it turns everything red. Yeah. Unless that's of... just the alarm. I bet it's because it's the alarm. Yeah. And it turns everything red because of that. Right. It's a lot of Stark technology here with this hologram oh, absolutely. and stuff like that. Yeah. Because we're in the thick of the Marvel. I mean, this is Marvel Universe has been going on for 40 years in the mar- in the modern era at this point and even longer if you go back to some some mariner and human torch days so (laughs) what they see on the monitor is someone has gotten through the gate and they can't believe it but it is everyone's favorite character jack of hearts dun 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 but it can't be scott lang saw him die dun 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 Yeah, so he's a zombie. This guy, like, looks like a zombie and is walking, we're more like ambling, into... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's stumbling in like a zombie. Yes. She-Hulk asks the computer to confirm that it is Jack of Hearts. The computer does confirm that it is Jack of Hearts, and they're like, what the hell is this? Right. So, So you get your first Avengers Assemble, and it comes from Wasp, and it's so, like, mute- she just goes, yeah, yeah, Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Then it's... she says, full alert, and then, like, kind of goes into... Well, I do find it... This is the part, this is why I wanted to know who Jack of Hearts was, is because she right. does ask, like, what's the radiation level? Like, what what are we dealing with right now? Because we don't want to just run in there yeah. if he's just bringing a bunch of radiation into the zone. Which apparently he would because he's half alien and was died in space or something yeah well he well, was also well, hit oh and with... he was in a contamination chamber exactly. or whatever yeah, yes yeah. so see all of that was a little bit kind yeah. of necessary to know yeah i guess so i can't remember what i did the first time i read this but when you're reading any comic book especially any that has decades of continuity to it you just kind of have to flow with oh, it oh yeah you just roll with it even if you don't oh, kind of know you just kind of go all right like i, I assume something happened or right. whatever because it might be difficult to look up sometimes yeah. it's gonna be hard to look up but yeah you can find that information somewhere. One thing we might do at the end of this, Rachel, is I might kind of tell, like, what my thoughts of, like, if I had to headcanon, like, what's going on to get to this point in the Marvel Universe. Because I, I and for me, I always, I always try to think of, like, what would my timeline of the Marvel Universe be? You know, because you can't keep all of it there. Mm-hmm. It, it's just there's too much stupid shit there. Right. So you should headcanon what you want in there anyway. Right. And then, you, you know, have you have your own headcanon line. Yeah. Especially if we kind of, at the end of this, if we decide that we need to discuss what would have made it better or anything like that, too. Sure. So Scott, Ant-Man, decides that he's going to bypass the protocol of assembling the Avengers and he just goes out there. So he shrinks himself down and rides on Anthony or whoever this Ant is. <laughs> I mean, we assume it's Anthony. And comes outside. And Scott tries to greet him. And, and Jack of Heart is there. He's just walking through this courtyard. Like, completely disheveled. Matt, like, every all his costumes completely, like, looks destroyed. He looks like a zombie. His face is melting. 
eyes white, you know. And Ant-Man is trying to tell him that he thought that he saw him die because he saw him saving his daughter and he doesn't understand how he could be here and how he could be seeing him like this. And he tries to tell Jack that, well, everything's going to be okay. And as he says this, Jack of Hearts goes, I'm sorry. In some sort of whisper. Right. And blows up the Avengers mansion. Boom. Big boom. He suicide bombs himself? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I I wondered. And he knew he was because he said, I'm sorry. So what we find out later on, and she she does this to them like a dozen times in this book. Oh, God, yes. Is that she's using their own to destroy themselves. Yes. Which I think is supposed to be the message. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like all of their failures or just all of their own are taking them out. Right. She wants their own. She uses the Kree and the the Ultrons in them to kind of assemble all of them together, but she wanted them to take each other out. Right. She wanted to show, like, there's... There's like a small line and that anybody could cross it and it would just kind of cause chaos within the ranks. Yeah. It's very good thematically. I I don't know if it's good thematically if you were reading at the time or if you are reading beforehand, but for what the entirety of the next 10 years of Marvel Comics is, which is a lot of where do these heroes, do these heroes have the right place in the universe? How do we control, like, how do we decide what's good and what's bad? How do we decide what's right and what's wrong? when these people have godlike powers and this type of there's a lot of that kind of thing yeah. that goes on in in the aughts and part of it is probably because of a lot of like you know there was wars and stuff and th- you know so i'm oh, sure yeah, a lot of comic books always kind of represent yeah. and parallel what the what's happening in the times this shot of it's a it's a two-page spread of the avengers mansion blowing up pretty good Oh, yeah, it's huge. It's supposed to really, really symbolize and, and get you to the point where, like, you understand that this thing is just on fire. Like, right. Just... You, go, you go directly towards that headquarters just explosion. Now you have nowhere to, like, assemble to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They've lost the ability to assemble. So Scott Lang is dead. That's right. And they confirm No more that... Ant-Man. No more Ant-Man. Gone. Yeah. Paul Rudd, you are no longer needed. <laughs> Um, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. So they're trying to pull themselves up from the rubble because uh, Jarvis is there. Right. Jarvis, an actual butler. In Jarvis, this, the actual in this universe. Like, man butler. He's yeah. not like, you know. I like the AI in the It's really MCU. nice. It is really nice. Yeah, because it, again, makes a little bit more sense than the Avengers just having a butler. Right. That it makes them a little too, like... <laughs> well, he posh. was Tony's butler. I know, but he, he becomes, like, everybody's butler. Yeah, and that becomes kind of strange. Right. So it makes more sense that it was an AI. So they're trying to figure out, is everybody okay? Rachel, did you catch... She knows what I'm going to bring up. So, Madam Britain. Has... Her, her boobs are out. <laughs> Can you explain how she fell or landed or got cut? I mean, my assumption is she fell on the her front. Boob and... window. Okay, now, all right, folks at home, let me let me explain to you to what I'm seeing. I need to see her real costume. Let me let me explain what I'm, what I'm seeing here. <laughs> so she's wearing an all one piece, I assume, latex blue like suit. Okay, and uh, and maybe it's spandex or a yoga suit or what have you, but it's like a one piece blue suit. Right. 
there are no tears or rips in it anywhere on her body when she stands up and turns with Hawkeye and She-Hulk here. She-Hulk's covered in dirt and shit, and Hawkeye's mask and stuff are kind of ripped. His, like, hair is sticking out of it. Yes. Captain Britain, meanwhile... I mean, this sucks. ...has one tear. Yep. No, I get that. I get it because she looks kind of stacked to begin with. She looks like she's kind of a hefty Most women in the MCU are stacked in the comics, so unsurprised by that one. Her breasts are just out in the open. I I literally, when I saw this, when I was reading this again, I was like, "Am I just thinking it's boobs?" Because I thought maybe it's just part of the costume, and maybe it was just like. She has a boob window, kind of like a Power Girl or whatever. Well, I mean, this is a very large boob window if yeah. if it was a boob window, but I but thought clearly, maybe it just wasn't colored it's properly. It's clearly, like, cut and stuff, though. Yes. Like, it's clearly a yes. rip. Yeah, it's, I think it's just, I honestly, I think it's poorly drawn. Oh, David Finch. The boob spot. Because, just the boob spot, okay. Because if you look at, like, the panel below it, I think it's just supposed to be cut where it, like, it's torn off the top of her, like, breasts. So you can, like, see them now? It's a, it's a poor like, it's perspective. it's not supposed to be here. It's yeah. supposed to be here. You know, it's not supposed to be, like, the entire chest is just hanging out right yeah. now. She didn't get the pad made. I think she it's just supposed both. to be you get to see the cleavage. And yeah. I think they, they were like, oh, yeah, cleavage. And then just drew a full line down <laughs> the then, body. And then it just kind of got away from them. Yes. And it was like, ah, sh- whatever. Just yes. put it in there. So I think that's what happened. But I do think, why isn't anything else ripped on you? It looks a little funky. Now, the other possibility... Jesus. Is that she wears this all blue one piece. Yeah. But she's Captain Bra- I mean, the Braddocks have money. But, you know, she's like, um, I mean, Wasp should have made this costume for her. But anyway. Yeah, with like, you know, armor around the chest. <laughs> Maybe she does. Chest Maybe plate? That's what I'm saying. Maybe oh. there's either a plate or a sewn-on patch of the Brit- British See, or I'm... the Union Jack. It's so weird. And, and that fell came off. Off. Came uh... off. So it's and now just, she's it's like, just metal. my tits are out. <laughs> now where I was going with it, we were not on the same wavelength. What were you thinking? I thought it, I thought you were saying like she had like a covering that was the flag. A transparent covering? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. And then underneath was armor. Uh-huh. And so you just see the armor and it's just flesh colored. Like it's just... Skin. No, I don't think I don't think she's wearing transparent armor. I think I didn't I'm saying, say transparent. I'm not saying transparent. I'm saying she is, You're saying she's transparent. Like, Stop putting things in my mouth. <laughs> I'm saying that, that Betsy Braddock is always like moving on. I am so fucking good at this. I don't need to even wear a bra. No one's gonna knock off my chest armor. And then Avengers Mansion blows up, and she's like, now I've got to find a T-shirt. <laughs> That was all just for me to enjoy getting us stuck on page three of this comic book. Oh my god! Because page four is is is, uh, so is a lot scarier. I want to go to that one. There's this giant crater <laughs> in the in the ground here yes. where the explosion took place, and they're like, "Where is Scott? Where is Scott?" And they think they found him because there's just this hand coming out a skeleton hand coming yes, out of the ground and that's how we get skeleton hand. Conf- confirmation that scott is dead i mean honestly how do know... they know that's not jack of hearts exactly <laughs> exactly how do they know scott didn't just shrink down shrink himself and is an ant right now yeah which is which would have been 
Marvel. Would have been a good way to retcon this eventually. Yes, where he was just like, I got trapped and I had to dig I my way out. I got trapped in the quantum realm. Because I, I shrunk myself down so fast. I mean, yeah, we could have done the that. explosion was coming. Oh, sure. I was just thinking more. So he shrunk himself down and then got trapped under all of the rubble oh, and had yeah. to like dig his way out, eventually, you yeah. know, getting out. I would have been okay with that, too. Yeah. But they were trying to kill a That's bunch right, of That's right. So Avengers, he's dead. So he's dead. <laughs> but that could have been a good retcon. We'll get to the retcon, because Scott Lang comes back. Of course he does. Everybody comes back. Nobody's dead for, for like, Except for, for Jack of Hearts, apparently. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you gotta pick those characters. Because fuck Jack of Hearts. <laughs> now you he hate sucks. him. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, now... Meanwhile... <laughs> meanwhile, at the United Nations... So, Rachel... One thing that they needed to do by disassembling the Avengers was make them independent again. Because sure. at this point, not only is the Avengers a sanctioned entity by the United fucking Nations, yeah. which is stupid. Also, Tony Stark is the Secretary of State of the United States of America. And that's just that make silly. That's it weird. does make sense. It does kind of make sense. He's a warmonger billionaire in charge of a okay, yeah, multinational that part makes industry. Sense, but... There are presidents... <laughs> past present future they will definitely do that i'm sorry continue so i couldn't tell if she was ready she has a point go ahead and make your point i'm just saying it's it's iron man like why would he be the secretary of state and you know he's like the warmonger he makes weapons and blah 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 blah. it just doesn't make any sense that he would be in politics no i do not see tony stark i don't see tony to stark wanting to be in politics not comic book tony stark nor mcu tony absolutely stark. not mcu Comic books Tony Stark is not nearly as snarky as Robert Downey Jr. played him. He gets there because they they transform his personality. He's a little more reserved at this point because he's a crippling alcoholic and he's trying not to. He's trying to stop being a crippling alcoholic. (laughs) So so he's you know he's a little he takes himself. I mean, at this point, he hasn't had a drink for six months, isn't that what he says? I think it's more than that. Six years or something. Oh, six years. See, he's doing very well for himself. So he's not a crippling alcoholic at the moment. Remember that sliding time scale of the marvel universe everything since 1962 has happened in like 18 years or something ridiculous yes so he is giving a speech at the un and he's talking about how he stands before them as tony he's in his iron man gear because he wants to make a point that he's there both as the secretary of state an industrialist member of the world economy and an avenger and I don't know exactly what he's trying, what his speech is supposed to be about, because he's talking about, I mean, and it is the beginning of his speech, and I'm sure he's going to, you know, he's got to doll it up a lot and stuff. So he's talking about that he's resolving the Avengers to the most basic commitment of civilization, to defend ourselves in the future against terror and lawless violence. And that today the United Nations will start the process of redefining the role of the costume Avenger as a, uh, 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 and he starts... Why are you giving him that voice? I'm trying to do Robert Downey Jr. This doesn't sound like him. It sounds like you're just doing a kind of like a, a nerd and talking about no, comic It's book. like, um, oh, Robert Downey he Jr. He kind of sounds more like Steven Spielberg. Can you do Robert Downey Jr.? No, I can't. I no, can't do can any I. voices. Well, I'm trying to do like a, you know, because, you know, Robert Downey Jr. kind of talks like fast talking That's to Tony. That's better. Okay. Well, you were giving one. him nasal. All right, I'll do that then. And today the United, the United Nations will start the process of redefining the role of the costume Avenger as a, uh, um, 
Uh, I uh, when he starts getting all flustered and sweaty, he's, he's staring at Latveria. Yeah, the the representative, I mean, the representative of Latveria. I should yeah. say, not like the country itself. Right. He's he's just staring <laughs> down this country. Staring at it. Rachel, you you know the what Latveria represents in the Marvel universe. I'm pretty sure. We probably should explain for the folks at home. Yes, so, Latveria, of course, is the home of Victor Von Doom. Right, yes. At this point, he Victor is in prison, I think. I don't think he is the current dictator. Probably of the not, country. because I think that's why he's just, like, mad at them. Yeah, just in general. Right, for allowing everything to happen. Yeah, and... because I think uh, we'll get into the story about Latveria and the Secret War, mm-hmm. but. At the current time, no Victor Von Doom, but it, he was the the dictator of Latveria, and will be the future dictator of Latveria. But he's a he's a crazy supervillain. Yeah, he's he he kind of won. Stanley said that his favorite he's he's his favorite because there's nothing wrong. There's nothing illegal. Yes, with he's not being, doing anything illegal with his what he wants to do, which is rule the world. Right. There's nothing inherently illegal with right. it. It's it's how he gets there. Like he thought that was an interesting take because sure. he wants to be a benevolent dictator. He truly yeah. thinks his way that is he can the be right. benevolent. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's it. That's why he's like a fun character to me. I agree. So Tony can't continue because he's just staring down the Latverian representative, and eventually he says, "Like you know, I see everybody out there dressed up in this." esteemed delegate from Latveria. He got himself a front row seat and everything. How do you have the nerve to sit here from Latveria, you rat fink? You know what a rat fink is, Pally? You should. Latveria invented him. And he starts just going on this tear. He calls him an evil shit. Yes. I assume, because uh, you can't put shit in there, but it's a four-letter word and it starts with a couple of dollar signs. Got some wingdings going on. (laughs) So he, he wants to, he's like, we should take a vote. Wipe your country off the map. We need to get rid of you right now. So I, I wish that they would have shown him, like, starting to slur his words or yes, something. Yes, because he's not slurring. He just looks sweaty and angry. <laughs> he's very sweaty and very angry, yeah. But maybe he doesn't slur when he's drunk. Is well, like his his, he, he was a professional drunk. So, so. he knows how he feels, <laughs> yeah. you know? Right. So Hank Pym, as, as a yellow jacket is behind him and he's like tony like what's wrong with you and he's like Like you need to calm down for a second yeah and he's like look we're all thinking it and he's like tony just calm down he's like get off me pim you bastard and he's like look he's stinking this whole place up t'challa is there yes of course he is representing wakanda right and he tells tony he thinks it would be best if he steps down and tony just goes off he raises his reactor yeah in his hand in his hand toward latveria and T'Challa like stands in front of the guy from that video like what is wrong with you yeah he's pretty much like threatening him at this point like I'm just gonna kill him and get rid of him and Tony it's a zoom in on his eye and he starts to cry which was yes. interesting I think it's it, it might be a heightened emotion thing yeah, <sighs> yeah I suppose or he real he thinks something he, he realizes he's doing he something something's and he can't wrong stop it. and he's upset but he wants to do it anyways yeah Wanda is also there it was Wanda Yellowjacket and and Tony Tony, like, storms off stage at this point, and Yellow Jacket shouts, what's wrong with you? And Tony says, don't you have a wife to beat? Which, of course... Which is a great, you know, that's a great comeback for Pim, because he's an ass. 
But why are the Avengers still allowing him to be an Avenger? I don't know. This is my point. He's of a like, wife beater. These people, which is might be his point of putting it in this book. Right. Like we're breaking up the Avengers. Let's like, like put out their air out their dirty laundry, yeah. right? And, and this is where they do put like the little bubbles. I guess they do put that in a couple of like the the past panel too. They put those little like bubbly like little spark lines above their head, which usually means drunk or like drinking. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. It's very subtle, but it's there, so it kind of usually means like, oh, somebody's getting tipsy. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It looks like little popped bubbles. I did not notice that. I'm glad that you noticed, because yes, that that's I that's guess kind of that's a comic book way of showing. That's supposed tipsy. to be the, your indication of what what happened, like what happened to him. Yeah. Right. So Hank takes over and he starts offering apologies, but Tony is off on like some like side room or something like that, and. Wanda walks up and is asking him, "What, Tony? Can I? I don't. I don't know how to do the accent. I don't think you should." Olson, Elizabeth Olson does for Wanda. It's it's tough because it's an Eastern European accent, but it's kind very. Of thing. But it's she does subtle. a very specific. She's using. She's doing it a region. She's like doing a very specific. Yeah, like, like she must have done a lot of research on that. Then. So anyway, he tells Wanda that he knows this feeling. He's he thinks. She, He's drunk. And she's like, Tony, you drank. You've been sober for so long. And Wanda's like, I didn't do any. I haven't drunk anything. I promise. And as they're talking, there's beeps. And she looks at her pager or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the Avenger pager. <laughs> and and he's, she's like, oh, it's a, it's a cold light. And they're like, oh, no, the mansion. And, they, and they're like, we have to go. So what I find interesting about this page, though, is Wanda... Is in the shadows the entire is time. Is in the shadows the whole time. Yeah, like you never dark, see her face. You do not see her face yeah. here. You saw her face on stage, but then it's now now it's just constant shadows, yeah. and you just set to see the outline, and you know it's her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to figure out if that's because they don't want you to see the expression on her face, or if it is just kind of a foreboding. I'm I'm also wondering: is she actually there? Is she projecting herself? I did she leave, and she's projecting herself. Maybe I mean Hank uh, acknowledges that she's there too. Well, yeah, I know, but she, I'm like, but she can just like sure. show herself wherever she's ridiculously strong, right? So I'm like just wondering, and then like, or or yeah, maybe she doesn't want to show her face because maybe she's concentrating on doing something. Yeah, as or, well, or it, or it is just kind of like an artistic choice to have her like in the shadows at that point. Well, I, th- I think it's also foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally shadowing literally foreshadowing <laughs> so tony falls to his knees yes i don't know if that, that's because he's also drunk if that was kind of the thing there yeah i mean he's like distraught too because he's like i know i haven't he's drank anything distraught. <laughs> i'm distraught so back at avengers mansion the fire of department has shown up they're putting out the flames and stuff they're trying to explain this is where you they're explaining the thing about the radiation and stuff like that exactly they, they're afraid that maybe there could be more radiation in the ground and all of that kind of stuff and if does everybody need to be protected shield is there as well shield is there to clean it up because of course if anything happens with superheroes shield is going to insert itself yes to investigate what could have happened here right and one of them is giving jarvis a hard time because he's like, I appreciate your concern, but I would rather you tended to. And he's like, listen, Pappy, there's a lot to do here. Just tell me where it hurts so we can. And as he's giving Jarvis a hard time, in walks 
Steve Rogers, right. Captain America. Yes. The unquestioned leader, or at least co-leader of the Avengers right. at all times. Right. Even if he's not around. And Steve says, you talk to this man as if you were speaking to me. Right. As far as I am concerned, this man is an Avenger. So and he it, is. And he is. Jarvis is canonically a very important part of the team. That's right. <laughs> Even if he is a butler and it's Even, stupid. Well, it's, 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 I mean, obviously it is, it's kind of like Batman's, uh. Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. It's like Batman's Alfred. Because, and like Alfred's a badass in Batman because he usually beats the shit out of anybody who comes into the mansion <laughs> and stuff too. True. Because I, or he like, or he like kills them with guns because like he has to protect himself. I don't know if I've ever seen Alfred kill somebody with a gun. I, I don't think they show it, but they imply <laughs> it. I've seen a few um, comic book pa- like pages where like Batman comes in and he's like, are you okay? And he goes, I'm fine, but you might have to like deal with them, and then they're all like on the ground, and there's just blood everywhere. I don't. I do. <laughs> I don't not know think if it's canon. Bruce but I would Wayne love that. would ever allow Alfred Pennyworth to use a firearm. It's kind of against. Maybe he his, hides them. His whole creed. Maybe he hides them because he has to protect himself right, in the well, mansion. Let's talk about Batman when we get to Batman. An interesting thing about this book, and it makes sense. It, it, it kind of should be this way. Cap is a is a focal point of this book. Of this story, he kind of is, yeah. The reaction there always there's always a reaction of what Cap is seeing throughout the the book here, and he asks Jarvis what happened, and Jarvis says that he thinks that Scott Lang has died. Someone is going to have to call his young daughter, right? Which MCU, it's the same thing there is cassie lang is scott's daughter she's right. a teenager in marvel continuity and i guess in the mcu continuity she yep, is now it too all kind of works so. so cap looks devastated by this news that drawing of cap is a little odd but whatever as this is happening there's a two-page panel or two-page spread mm-hmm. of a bunch of vertical lines coming down and what's happening is there's a a Quinjet, an Avengers jet, or at least like a type of Quinjet, is coming in. And they're like, what is that? And Hawkeye's like, well, the whole team was called in. We, we called a code white because something happened to the mansion. And they're like, well, it's coming in pretty fast. And he even goes back to Captain America's face. And right. you see, like, he's realizing something, like, this thing's coming for us yeah i think he even sees vision inside of it too yes because the whole thing is it's supposed to be very active this 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 page or these two pages the rest of where it goes back and forth between like this is moving in what's happening on the ground this is moving in faster yeah you're right you're right this is only still just happening on the ground and it feels like it's coming in fast yeah the whole rest of this comic in fact is very kinetic very chaotic which right, is and I point. love that. I love that there's so much movement happening yeah. in this. So the next page is actually even a two-page spread of this Quinjet taking out the rest of the fucking mansion yep. and just <laughs> just leveling this shit to the ground. Oh, yeah. And it's just... just <laughs> I mean, you could, you know, there's no, um, there's no onomatopoeia on the page or anything like that, but it's just this giant spread of the mansion being blown up by this Quinjet that Vision was driving. Right, and you see, like, all the little Avengers... <laughs> at the bottom trying to get away from it yeah which is yeah. a nice little touch it's a it's a hell of a shot really it's great it's beautiful kevin's gonna get it blown up to put on his wall. get a big poster of that. <laughs> <laughs> saying it's gonna say fuck the mansion 
And then, of course, you see it hit this big tree. It kind of comes to a stop. Pelican flies himself in because now he's shown up as, like, what's going on. I think he must have been with Cap. That's my guess. Cause he's... Because he was behind Cap when he first yeah. shows up. So I think Cap and Falcon were off doing, doing something. something. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably right. I bet if you read the side quests. We'd know that they were we on some mission. We'd know what they were doing, yeah. yeah. There's a shot of like all the smoke coming up from the Avengers mansion. I think that's supposed to be kind of a, you know, an homage to like when a, a 9-11-esque kind oh, of you thing. Think? You're making the book in 2004, and you have this big plume of, like... Inside of a ...fire city. coming yeah, up. fair. Or just any, like, fire that you would see in a city when you kind of see that. You can see it from afar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. being able to see a fire like this from far away, it's big. There's something big happened. Yeah. And it did. I mean, this is, you know... Right. The, this whole ground is gone now. They walk up to the Quinjet, and Hawkeye, who admires Captain America... I think he almost kind of fe- is featured. I mean, Falcon is Captain's partner, but like Hawkeye is the one that's ready to kind of like, def- you know, back Cap and is like looking for leadership from Cap here. Right. He's like Cap and ste- outsteps Vision. Right. And Vision tells them, I bid you tidings in our darkest hour. I'm doing no, Jarvis for yeah, him. That one, that one you can do. That's fine. I am sorry to inform you that I am no longer in control of the organisms that make up my body structure, and that you are no longer in control of anything that we as a group held dear, or what we as individuals held as important. Our time is over. So he knows something is wrong Oh, with yeah. He knows something's wrong with himself. He knows what's like pretty much what's coming. I think he might have been trying to explain to them. He was trying to figure it out himself, probably. But I think he was trying to explain to them, like, something's going on. Something's happening. Oh, yeah. There's some forewarning within his words. Because he he still has his mind more so because of, like, what he is. But he has no control of his body. Yeah, he says he can't explain it. He's he's trying to figure it out. And he he is saying that they are about to be punished. Yes. And KF is like, what's happened? Just tell us. And he says, you know, you're going to... You do do know that, though this will seem a betrayal from me. This is not I who brings this this plague upon you. <laughs> do know that I feel an overwhelming shame for what now must. And then you get this body horror image of. Oh my vision. god! He's like he's like melting, but his mouth is like un like his jaw unhinges and opens extremely wide, and then out pops some this silver ball. balls. It, this is a, a really horror-inspired oh yes. image. It, it's great. <laughs> if you like a little horror, apparently Avengers Disassembled kind of, you know, dips its toes yeah, it into that genre. body horror, for sure. So this, this gray ball falls on the ground. Yeah, they kind of look like marbles. Yeah, and then a bunch of these fall on the ba- ground. Kev says to kind of fall back, and you just get, you know, the tangas are going to come out from Ivan Ooze, right? Isn't that kind of what... Oh my god. (laughs) Now that's what I'm picturing. So, what forms in itself from these balls? It's more of a metal, like a liquid metal that turns into... Ultron. Ultrons. Yes, multiple Ultrons. (laughs) Bunch of them. And Cap is like, we need to fall back. And Wasp was like, fall back where? And the Ultrons start to fight them. So they have to start taking on all of these Ultrons. And, you know, they're making their little 
usual superhero quips. Is this is this a bad day to hand in my resignation? I think Power Man says that. We'll get into fucking stupid Power Man later. Yeah, I'm glad he kind of only has a couple of lines. <laughs> Hawkeye's like, five Ultron bots. Call me a traditionalist, but I always thought one was enough. And Hawkeye actually tries to take down all of the all of the Ultrons by shooting some explosive arrows at them. Right. Doesn't work. Of course. It's Ultron. So they just keep saying, this is one of my gripes with this book. There are so many times when different characters just keep going, what's going on? Why is this happening? What's happening? They like, say, why don't you just shut up so much and just do what you're supposed to do in this moment? Because that, that like, that's kind of the whole idea right now is just deal with the current situation and th- Worry about that later, because right now, I don't think you're going to be able to figure that out. I think it's supposed to be conveying chaos and confusion and right. stuff. It's, I think, 100%. That is exactly what it's doing. But it, it's kind of annoying that they keep going, what's happening? Why I mean, is this happening? I guess if they don't do that, you don't feel the chaos from them, because they're just doing their job. At that point, if they don't look, like, concerned and confused and upset, right... While they're fighting, they're just they're just working. Yeah, I'll give you that. And I, then it's just action. I guess I I guess I just kind of wish that they came up with a better way, a better way to convey it. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Shield is asking for some backup, and that they're under attack, but they're breaking up and they can't get a hold of the helicarrier or wherever the shield the shield headquarters happens to be. At this point, too, because the Ultrons are shooting out a lot of red, all of the panels have kind of a red tint to them. Yes. So we're getting a little stylized here with the artwork. It overlays a nice red tone yeah. to everything. Uh, again, I think because of like a red alert, this is some, you know, everything is just going to hell. The white alert, wasn't it? It was a white alert, yeah. But I think that the red is a little better for danger, if you will. Right. Well, blood, death, danger, right? Yeah. Hecticness, red. Red. So they're fighting the Ultrons. Captain America's going ham. He cuts one of the heads off in fact and he tells him hit him in the neck because no no head no ultron so you kind of hope yeah she hulk pulls one of the heads off falcon uses his wings to slice another one's head off right it looks like she hulk is also crying at this moment so i really i don't know if she's well just i getting... think she's mourning the fact that like this is happening yeah i think she's mourning everything that's happening and getting like super overwhelmed and emotional yes she's smashing another ultrad head in and she's doing like a a hulk like yes. kind of thing as she's she's hulking out she's 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 feeding into her hulkness yes yeah she that, exactly what's happening she's yeah. feeding into the hulkness and uh, Falcon, like, drops another one. But, yeah, she's just going nuts. Okay, now I think, Rachel, actually, I can't really tell. Do you see this panel with Captain Britain? You might be right. There might be, like, some sort of, like, second layer that she's wearing here. Yeah, now it looks like just armor. Doesn't it look like it's just kind of a second layer? Yeah. It's it's just a, an odd shape, and it still looks like it's torn. Yeah, it does. So I can't tell what's supposed to be going on But it on looks there. more like... It, lo- it looks more like she's got, like, armor or, like, some type of padding on. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So I don't think it's her boobs. I'm just saying. <laughs> we, need, we need to look up what her real costume looks like. It's just a big Briton. Yeah, I think it's just a big Union it's Jack, right? It's just a big right? Union Jack, yeah. with, and she's wearing blue. It's a leotard. Like <laughs> That's the word I wanted. <laughs> Is that what you've been trying? Leotard. I mean, it's, le- it's, it's, 
It's more of a full I look body great suit. In this leotard. It's more of a full body suit. Like I look the amazing Hulk is, in this leotard. Yeah, Hulk. She Hulk is wearing a leotard. Yeah, she's definitely wearing a leotard. So Jennifer Walters, of course, being She Hulk, cousin of Bruce Banner, the, the Hulk. Hulk. And I have not watched the She-Hulk show as of this recording, so I don't know if they do the origin story the same as it is in the comic books, but in the comic books, she gets hit by a car, or she's in a car crash or something like that. Bruce happens to have been around because he was hiding or, or something, and he knows that she needs a blood transfusion, and he knows that they match for sure, some reason. they're blood match. Their blood type is just the same. So he gives her, he has no choice but to give her some of his blood. So he, she has Hulk blood running through her veins. So she can Hulk up. So she does, she's not as powerful as Hulk for necessarily, but she can sure. control because her she emotions. Hit, like with the radiation, like yeah. Bruce was, he's like just giving her some. Yeah. So she, like she is super strong. She Hulk, but she can control her emotions at the same time. Yeah. What's happening here, though, is that she's losing control of those emotions, and she's, like, hulking out. Pretty much. And I do like, and, and you're right, she's, like, crying, and she's, like, just smashing this thing. And then she tears the Ultron's head off, and they're, the group is like, is that the last Ultron? And they're like, it, it seems like it. And then they're trying to figure out, like, what happened here? Yeah, like, why did this, what, what, what is so wrong then with Vision? Then they think, did Ultron put something in vision right. so that when the code white was called it sparked something in vision to attack to like unleash you know an what? attack on the avengers which is fair enough fair thought that's fair thought would have been a, a good idea yeah, by he, like, he put, like, these like, little nanobots inside of vision yeah. that like would like, pop out yeah when vision's mind knows that this is like the worst uh he hears the code white, and yeah. it, like, sparks that. Yeah, like, now's the time to attack, because yes. they're at their weakest. Right. It would have been a good idea. That's a great way to idea. do right now. Good villain story right there. <laughs> so that's what they think might have happened. But before they can kind of, like, go over and see what happened to Vision. Yeah, Vision looks kind of dead um, on the ground. One thing that I like he about the melty. Next... His his yeah. jaw is, like, on... Un... His jaw is unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he melted. One thing that I like about the next few pages, too, is as She-Hulk gets more crazy, she gets bigger yes. and more muscular. Yes. She grabs Vision. She, like, physically gets, like, thicker and yeah. bigger, and, like, she's, like, growing. Yeah. Because like... the more angry she gets. Yes. The more, more like, the, yeah, it's the, and all that emotion stuff with the Hulk. Because Hulk's not in this either. Hulk is not in the in the. He's in not. Well, he's off again, on again with the with yeah, the yeah. That makes sense too. He just kind of like wants I don't to know be where alone. Hulk is at this point. He just wants to be alone. Yeah, I'm not sure where he is. <laughs> so she's like, "I'm so sick of this. Why is this happening? Why is Scott dead?" And she's like shaking Vision and tells him to wake up. And she like lifts him over her head, and and you can and even in the dialogue bubbles. Oh yeah, like it looks so scratchy more, and yeah. like. It's not like a formal word anymore. It looks like just scratched into the, the page. Yeah, exactly. She's getting mad and she's like, wah, like yelling. And Scott, uh, not Scott, <laughs> Captain America is like, put him down, Jennifer. I mean it. And she's like, he's not even human. Or she call, She says, it's not even human. Yes. It tried to kill us. So she's dehumanizing vision yes. after all this time of them calling of like looking at him as a, a human even though he's ai right so was that 
again, is this one of those things where it's like, is this like a dirty little thing, a dirty little secret where it's like, no, in reality, the Avengers, some of them didn't really treat Vision as human, even though they would call them that. But, you know, in the, pri- in the prior books, they always just kind of. I think it, I think that. it's one of those things where it's like at any moment one of them could look at you and say, "No, you're not actually the human that yeah. we've seen. You're just this, right?" But I think that could be done with any of them too. Like they could look at She-Hulk and say, "You're just a monster." Right. That's true. That's you know? true. You're like a Hawkeye. You're just a man. Yeah. You shouldn't even be here. Like right. they could do that with anybody. But with like Vision, it's a big deal because it's like he tried to make himself a human and be human yeah. and wants to be a part of them. And now she's calling him an it. Well, he's, he's, I mean, just... he's dead already. So. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get to feel those emotions, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Steve tells her to put him down, and Clint's like, Jennifer, calm down. And Which is, you know, it's going to piss her off more. Yes, you don't, you don't ever tell so that. pissed off at that saying it. <laughs> and she tears Vision in half. Yep. So, again, killing Vision. Well, he was already dead. And then right. now you're just ripping him in half so he yeah. can't even come can't back. Come, yeah, can't come back. Which I, I think, again, was another point. Like, we're not bringing him back. Oh, they do, but it's not the same It's not the same Vision that they bring back, sure. to be honest. And there's obviously a point of why Vision was one of them that was killed, too. Like, why he was targeted by who's doing this to them as well of course yes the shield guy looks like he's gonna puke new guys in the corner puking his guts out (laughs) watching (laughs) watching vision get torn in half it's like look man you're a shield agent do you not see that he's made of uh electronics did you not do that with every ultron that got its head ripped off then because good lord they make it look like there's parts it's like springs but they're clearly trying to convey like guts oh yeah those sure springs in the way that like they're drawn here but with like the yellow electricity bolt yeah it, it makes me think more it looks more android than That's just kind of what he is yeah wasp comes over and is like jennifer please don't do this you're not your cousin you can control this this isn't you and she goes no shut up and just flicks her. her she swats her like the bug she is acting as right now <laughs> she swats her like hank pym oh it's true and it's sad <laughs> captain america with an interesting line here i didn't i don't see steve rogers saying it like this calm down lady <laughs> right that is so not a captain america line it's such a weird thing for him to say she punches the shield. He would have called her Jennifer. If he would have yeah. said, like, calm down Jennifer. But that calm down sense. lady makes it sound like he's being, like, a, the biggest ass in the world. Well, it sounds like he's like, what is wrong with you? Like, and maybe he's just, he's emotional, too. I guess. But that, that but I is guess maybe he's of, pissed off that she just destroyed Vision. The the comics, and, and Chris Evans did it a little bit. One of, Steve Rogers was a, t- a tiny man, right? Tiny man. And one of the things that his kind of his flaw is is he's always kind of got he's got an, a little bit of a napoleon complex i think like, he does. I, I wouldn't have anything i wouldn't know anything about that but this idea that like he he still can almost feel like he has to overcompensate a little bit so he, he can get a temper yeah he has a temper for feeling like he needs to act bigger than he used yeah, to be right and he is that big now yeah. so <laughs> kind of like america it's kind of a metaphor for the united states interesting so he she she punches the shield and she go with the napoleon complex though then because america isn't real france what would you call it then rachel 
Never mind. I, uh, what's who's a short American? <laughs> no, I'm trying. I don't know. <laughs> a reverse Lincoln. <laughs> I don't know what the, the reverse Lincoln complex. <laughs> like a short. A reverse Lincoln. The reverse Lincoln sounds. The like reverse a, Lincoln sounds like, sounds like a. Like a <laughs> Gave her the gave her the gave her the reverse Lincoln, then gave him the reverse Lincoln. I gave him the Lincoln, then her the reverse. Uh, every, most of the presidents are usually tall because the they, taller they ones say always win. Tall, but like technically, if you go back and look at like how tall uh, Abraham Lincoln was, he was just tall. Was like for six his... three. He was a fucking giant for the eighteen sixties. For the eighteen sixties. Yeah. Yeah. It just he doesn't. Still would be tall. Yeah, that's true. You knew you were getting into this when we did Avengers Disassembled. Did I? No. Did I know we were going to talk about that? No. Okay. So she's punching at the shield, and she punches him enough that it does kind of push Cap back. Right. Because like, she kind of pushes the shield into, like, Cap, and I think pushes him I back. I mean, honestly, that makes sense. It, it, it should be pushing him back. She should be strong to the point of being able to do that. The shield guys ask for a Hulkbuster unit. Captain Britain says, please don't do this. She lifts up a Humvee uh, or something. Some sort of yeah, shield truck. Yeah, I think it's one of the shield trucks. And she throws it on top of Captain, Captain America. America. And it fades and it goes to black. There's like a panel of black. Fade to black. In comic book. <laughs> There's a couple of panels of black. Because then on the very last page of this particular issue... There is a black and then there's voices. And the voices are going, is it over? No. There's more, much more. They are many, and they have much to answer for. We should just kill them and be done with it. And what would that prove? It has no meaning that way. You're so stupid. But the answer is no. It isn't over. Rachel, do you did you remember who these two... There's clearly two voices talking to each other. Right. There's two pairs of mouths we see. We see yes. one pair of mouths, we see a second pair of or a second mouth. Did you remember who they were? At the time of reading this? Like when you reread this. I didn't remember. For the show. I no. didn't remember. I actually, I forgot. And then like later on you find out and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So, spoiler alert. I did, I was trying to figure out if it was a woman's lips or not. So the I was, I was like, like trying to put The second one looks kind of like women's lips. When you know who the two of them are, it's like, okay, it's just it's just that this the second one's a little more... They just have softer lips because yeah, they're daintier, younger. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought the second one was, spoiler alert for what happens, what's going on here, I thought the second one was Wanda. Yeah. But it's not. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense that he would have Wanda's lips. It does make sense. <laughs> so that is the end of the first issue. That is the end of issue 500. So then we get into issue 501. Anything about the cover on this one, Rachel? I gotta get to it. I know. So this one, it doesn't show as many. It shows the yeah, Hulk. It's just more. It's just more characters. It's just, it's just character art. It doesn't really feel like it's showing anything that's actually happening inside. No. But it shows Wanda. It shows Wanda. Iron Man. Sorry. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> From Spawn. Sorry, continue. It shows Wanda, it shows Iron Man, it shows Captain America, and She-Hulk. But it's a lot brighter. I kind I of... I kind of wish that it would depict more so what's happening. Or 
give us a little bit more darker feel yeah, than just is, here's some character not a very good art. Cover. It's just kind of characters. So I, I don't know if that's on purpose. If it's supposed to be like you can't see to what's hide going what's on. happening on. Yeah. yeah, like oh, this is like the face of, but this is what's actually happening on in the background type of thing. So can't judge a book by its cover, right? Well, maybe you can. Not in this case. Well, we don't know. Maybe it's very plain what's going on inside, Rachel. We haven't opened it up yet. So we get into issue 501 here, the second chapter of Chaos, I guess, is what Rachel yeah, says chaos, that they're calling two. this. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense of why it's chaos, because it's chaos and it's chaos magic and all that. Stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. It is the worst day in Avengers history. So it starts with a panel of, or a page of Tony. Very odd. I was trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. It's in his head. Okay. Because... I don't know why. I don't know why we have to see him naked. Like he's okay, got thanks. underwear on. Like you know what I mean. But I I can't understand what's happening because is he? He's talking to somebody. Is this before he? Because in the next page he's flying around as Iron Man. Is this before he started flying around as Iron Man, or is this in his suit? Are we like seeing him within the suit? He's within the suit. Okay. Yeah, he's within the suit. He's he's just he's like on the phone, and they're talking. Yes. And then he flies off to the mansion. Okay, because he's watching back. Which is, but that's why I'm like, why do we have to have this weird representation of it? It's yeah. odd. It's odd. I feel like they didn't, I feel like they almost didn't know, like, because I, I like the way that in MCU, and I think that they adapt it in the comics, or maybe they do it later in the comics and the movies adapt it. Yeah. Where you see the screens in front of his face. Right. So you, his face is full screen and then there's like little yeah, screens around it. Yeah, you see just his it. head. Yeah, and you kind of just see what he's looking at around the on the screen. This is very odd because it is his whole body and it's like... It's like he's in a stasis. Unless it's supposed to be like you're, you're seeing him vulnerable within the Ooh, armor. I wonder if... Okay, that is a good representation. I like that. This is his vulnerable... This is where he feels vulnerable inside of the armor. Yeah, you had to go inside like the that. armor. Yeah. All right. You well, want to write the thesis on that one? Whatever. So, <laughs> so he's, he's hearing it back, and he's on a call with the uh, chief of staff for the president. Right. And I'm just going to do a southern accent for this guy because he feels like he'd be like a big Texas baron or something like that, doesn't he? He does kind of look that well, way. Well, Secretary Stark, I think that's too bad because I'm almost entirely sure it will be replayed over and over and over because Tony's like, I don't want, I don't need it to be replayed. I know what I did. And he wants to say like, well, I would just want you to tell the president. And he's like, as his new chief of staff, I'm obligated to. So they, they make him resign. Yeah. And he's like, Tony, do I really have to ask you for your resignation? And Tony's like, can I just speak to the president? And he's like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, of course you can't. And Tony's like, well, I have to go. So he's all upset that he lost out or that he, you know, essentially lost his job from this as right. secretary. Of State. And you can see that on the next panel. And I do like your vulnerability idea because this actually shows that even more. It's kind of like the window into the Iron Man through the eye. And you see Tony and he looks small. Oh, Secretary of Defense. I keep calling him Secretary of State. But yes, I agree. He is small yeah. compared to even the Iron Man. To the eye. Iron Man. Yeah. That he wants to be. Okay. So I like I like that interpretation. That's pretty artistic. Yeah. There. It's beautiful. This two-page panel. It's great. So he lost... The, and Secretary of Defense makes way more sense than Secretary of State. So apologies for that earlier. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I was like, I think he's Secretary of Defense. Why do I keep saying that? And then I went and checked. So in the meantime, while Tony is flying in, 
She Hulk is going nuts. She she looks so nuts in this panel, <laughs> and I don't know if it's just because it's like a separate artist, but holy crap, she has become like total monster Hulk. This is the same artist. It's still David Finch drawing her. Oh, so okay, then she truly has like transformed. Yeah, because she looks nuts here. She looks like a like a. She looks like Hulk. Yeah. Her thighs are gigantic. Yeah. I'm sure that there's... She lost, like, the shapeliness. If yeah, you she has get... no curve anymore. It's just, like, she's just big muscle-bound. Yes. Uh, yeah. Captain Britain is trying to, like, use her a, a sword on her. It's not working. She does throw the car at Captain on this one. Look at her costume. She's not even wearing the Captain Britain costume. That looks like just, like, a... Sh- a weird it's some thing. sort of it's some sort of symbol it's so not nothing boobs. was it cut it was never boobs it was never boobs it was never boobs well it made a good segment for us <laughs> it looked like it, it though it looked like boobs really did okay so it is some sort of symbol yeah kind. i don't know what kind of symbol that is but it's something so she throws the car at cap and cap is just stuck under his shield as jennifer is throwing this at her in the meantime, she grabs Betsy Braddock by the head. Oh my god. I thought she was going to kill oh, Betsy. I thought she was just going to smack, like, just squeeze I thought it she like was a freaking egg and just pops it. Yeah. Because, oh. I mean, the, the book is is fairly graphic. So it could she could have done that. Yeah. She already ripped Vision in half. Instead, she just throws Betsy at the shield agents and, like, turns and it's like... And, like, does look, like, crazed. Her teeth are gigantic. At this point, she's, like, two feet taller than she was before. Oh, my God. She's enormous. And she just starts going down the street throwing shit at people. And as she's doing this, she's just stomping on cars and she's punching out cars and stuff like this. Tony flies in and he takes her out. I thought in a little bit of a halfway anticlimactic way. Like he, yeah, just he just knocks her out with a punch. Punches her. <laughs> like, right on the jaw. I think he should have, like, full-on flown with, like, both fists and, like, and, like, like rammed her and smashed her into, her into a building else. or something. Yeah. That would have been better. That would have made more sense. Because, like, she was so enraged. it would enraged. take a little bit more for her to get knocked out I than just so. a swift punch to the face. Yeah. I'm like, I know he's in the Iron Man suit. I know that he can, like, get extra speed and stuff from flying. But I feel like it would still take her being, like, smashed into something else, too. Right. So he goes over to where Hawkeye's at. Hawkeye's trying to get Cap out from under the truck. And he's like, what happened here? (laughs) So there we go again. Again? Well, because nobody knows. And I think that's also just that chaos of nobody knows what's what's going on. Like, all this stuff is just happening. More people are trying to get in and understand what's going on. But it's, like, impossible to communicate. Iron Man lifts up the truck. Cap is hurt underneath it, but he's okay. And he asks if she's down. And Iron Man's like, did She-Hulk do all of this? And Captain's like, no, I I don't know. It's like, no, I don't know. Well, it's like, well, she didn't destroy the mansion, but she is going on a rampage down the street. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you could have at least said that. Don't just go with I don't know. At this point, Captain Britain is also called out. So I'm assuming she just got knocked out when Hulk threw her. That makes sense. Falcon found the wasp. She's in bad shape. And Falcon's like, I know I shouldn't have moved her, but I was afraid someone would step on her because he's she's holding, in her little... Yes, he's like actually holding her in the palm of his hand because yeah. she's wasp-sized. Falcon, too. Sam's got like 
it, it looks like he's got like a cut or something. Doesn't it look like he's bleeding like from the 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 head a little bit? Yeah, he might have gotten a cut on his head and it's bleeding down the side. So he tells. It looks like they kind of try to shy away from like actually showing blood, blood. So they kind of with hide the it in tinge. the shadow. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna take her to the hospital. And as Falcon says this, we get Hank Pym showed up in giant form as Yellow Jacket. So he is standing over, and he sees down in the wreckage, his eyes zoom in on Ultron's head, which of course, in the Marvel Comics continuity. Hank Pym. Right, he's the creator. Created Ultron. Right. And he created Ultron out of jealousy of Tony Stark and Bruce Banner. Right. Because he was trying to, and Reed Richards, because he was trying to be as good of scientists as they are and unleashed hell on the Avengers. Which, you know, I'm unsurprised. I'm not a big fan of Hank Pym. I'm not a big fan. I am not a big fan of Hank I don't Pym. like him. And they, they're trying to make him such a good guy in, like, the MCU. And it's just like... Do you think so? Yeah. Do you think Michael I Douglas think, is portrayed as, like, a good guy in the MCU? I think they're trying to, yeah. yeah. I think they're... Because they're like, oh, look how lovable he well, is. It's like, fuck you. He's they, an ass. They can't. Or won't. They're not going to make him want. a wife beater. But the, come on. Like, but they aren't still even going to make him jealous and rageful. rageful. Like, they he didn't. still could have done that. They could have made him that. Yeah. Because he's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. I'm sure there's a lot of Hank Pym defenders, and maybe we'll end up, as we kind of go through the journey, of being like, okay, Hank tries. He he's tries just... to be good, but yeah. it just yeah. fails. Okay? <laughs> he fails. That's his whole, that's his whole shtick, is he, he's trying He to... tries so hard, and he just becomes he's, like a villain. He's trying to make up for his mistakes. That's his whole ethos. Right. No, it makes sense. I I know. He sees the Ultron head, he sees the Vision half-body, and then he sees Sam standing there with Janet in his hands. Sam's like, Hank, I was about to just take her to the hospital. And, and as he's saying this, Yellow Jacket grabs picks him up. Falcon and picks him up and is like, we'll get there faster if I just carry you over. So, it, but, but he Which doesn't I guess wanna... is true because it would have been harder to fly. Would have been harder to fly with her in his hands. Right. And now he's just like, you just stand there because you've already got her. Yeah, so just hold her, like, gently. Yeah. So then we cut to, I guess, a little bit later on when they're all kind of... When they all uh, end up licking at the hospital. their wounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're at Beth Israel Hospital. That's what it says. And Cap's getting a, his, his, a dislocated shoulder put back in. I'm surprised he didn't just pop that in himself. Well, like something want, Cap the do. doctor to do okay, it, right, fine. I guess, you know. But he is like a soldier. I feel like he would just be like, yeah, yeah, I can do it, you know, like. <laughs> and he has to take it easy for the next couple weeks. Cap's <laughs> like, I don't think that'll happen. I don't think that'll happen because it'll heal so much faster. <laughs> and then we, we see how are the others. And at this point, I think we've both been wrong about who this Captain Britain is because it says her name is Kelsey Lee. In critical condition. Should we look that up? That's got to be Captain Britain. Right? Lionheart. Lionheart. No wonder it looked like her boobs. And it looks ripped. It's not Captain... It says Captain Britain in the comic, though. Yeah. But that says Lionheart. And look at her costume. So maybe she's like how we're saying like there's a character and then there's another character that kind of takes on that form or whatever I, th I think yeah okay it says notable aliases captain britain lionheart of avalon kelsey lee okay so i think she yeah she's she's bold that's probably why she wears the union jack on her face mm -hmm. 
but she wears the lion on her chest, which is what we keep seeing, and we don't know what that symbol is. Okay. It's a lion. Okay. It's like it's like that lion, that one that does the thing. Oh, yeah, the Lannister lion? Yeah, the Lannister lion. Yeah. Okay, bear <laughs> with us, folks at home, because who that, the hell like, knows that who Kelsey Lee is? That threw me off. That threw me off. I do like the progression that it shows on this panel, because it shows Kelsey Lee... Lionheart, Captain Britain, whatever you want to call her, is in critical condition. Mm -hmm. And then the next scene is Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, is in S.H.I.E.L.D. custody in a tube where she cannot get out. Right. With Nick Fury there residing. Then it shows (laughs) the S.H.I.E.L.D. morgue with a toe tag for Scott Lang. Yes. And then it shows... The Vision Project to be returned to Stark Industries or Stark Enterprises pending clearance and authorization. Package one of two. In a warehouse. Split. It's in a warehouse. So they put Vision in a warehouse. I just like that progression. Of oh, yeah. Like, the package one of two is great. Of like from regular hospital to like all this crazy crap that happened. Mm-hmm. The next scene is of Janet and Hank at her hospital bed. And Janet's all shrunken, so she's I just on the pillow. He helped them shrink the wiring and stuff for her. I think so because, well, she's got like the tube in her nose and the thing on her chest to like monitor the heart rate and the breathing and everything. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like he must have helped shrink those pieces. He had to have. I mean, he would have pin particles with right. them. Right. But the only thing is, like, yeah, I because why because... didn't she just help her? Get big. Can't because like I. I oh yeah, you have you you can't, can't do it for somebody she's else. She's not consciously. She's not conscious. Which would be bad, and it would be dangerous. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's how they're kind of saying it. Okay. And I think he doesn't want to do it because, like, he, he even says like when when you get in the past when you've gotten hurt, you automatically revert to the full size. And she's not. And the fact that you haven't, it's scaring him. Right. So, we get some discussion of a, from Hank Pym. He starts to bear his soul in front of his ex-wife to try to get her to wake up and he's talking about all of his regrets and he says you really need to wake up now and believe me no one is more surprised to find myself this upset than you about you than me the only thing you were worse at than being a wife was being an ex-wife you have been bending over backwards to make my life miserable for a long while now and i have really resented you for it but now now here all of a sudden i don't care about any of that just open your and he's like starts crying and stuff. So he's he's regretting like everything, and he's saying, "What have I done to this team? This isn't the life I want. This isn't yeah, how I want to send up." Because of the Ultrons, he feels like it's is his fault that everybody's hurt and dying. Yeah, again, he's because just, they don't really know what's happening. But he saw that, and he goes, "It's my fault." Yeah, he's just constantly full of regret. His hair is longer here than I usually he's remember. Very luscious. Yeah, he look. Like, it's got. He's got like, like put Thor your hair. Through it. Yeah, he's, he's got, like, got Thor, Thor hair. and Clint Barton hair. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't really look like a Hank Pym. But this, I do like that the story slows down there to be able to kind of give them, like, this moment. Of, yeah, everybody's taking a breath. Yeah. This is like the take a breath moment. And, and that's and it is nice to have that, like, character reflection as to him thinking he killed Ant-Man now. Did he kill his wife? Did, you know, right. Vision is dead? Is it all because of something he did? Kind right. of. In the courtyard at the hospital, Falcon, Cap... Stark and Hawkeye are all huddled huddled together trying to figure out what happened. I do like that they have like the patients going, look. look yeah, they're look, all look gawking at them. Yeah. yeah. I think Cap says we're under attack. 
And Hawkeye's like, yeah, kind of caught on to that. And this this sarcasm of it's a bad day. It's like, wait, what do you mean? They're being like, you know, oh, it's like, oh, actually, it's been a bad day. I think day. that this was just a bad day that isn't over. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're getting mad about semantics right now. And it's like, okay, calm down for a second. <laughs> well, a little bit because Hawkeye's trying to make a point. Hawkeye's trying to say that because of what they do, they have good days and bad days. They have extraordinarily good days and extraordinarily bad days. Sure. So they have days that just really bad crap can happen. And Falcon's like, this is a lot more than that. And he's like, this is where you kind of get the ethos behind, I think, what Brian Michael Bendis is trying to do a little bit with the book. Because he says, you know what, what else? We had this coming. This ain't going to be the most popular thing I've ever said, but that I ever say. But yeah, we had it coming. We're all about the short term. We're all about whatever is in front of us at that second, and then we're on to the next thing. We think Jack of Hearts is dead. We leave him up there in space. What do we do No, right? Because now we got Namor to deal with, or this or that. So his point is, all they ever do is... Deal with the thing that's in front of them. And they're reactive. Yes. They don't think about long-term effects of anything, kind of reckless and destruction and stuff like that. Right. Now, I, this is probably also another parlance from 2003, 2004 of, like, being the United States being like, we're going to go take it shoot to the first, terrorists. Shoot yeah. first and ask questions you know? later. So we see how that turned out. But yep. the re- being just reactive, of course, is not the best way for them to function as superheroes either because all they do is they keep the status quo. They don't improve anything. All they do is they keep everything as is until something bad happens and then they take it back to where it was. Right. And I like that it is Hawkeye that says that. And you will see this reflected in Cap and Iron Man in the future of this particular long-range story as well. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting that Hawkeye does it because he's not the leader, right? He's more of like a grunt of the Avengers. He's the heart of the team. Like he's I the said. heart of the team, as you say. Um, <laughs> as you think. Well, I'm just saying because it's not like oh they, they no, it's point not that official. out in the comic no, point. No. But as you say, you're saying he's the heart of the team. He's just like a member of the team, and it's kind of like he's looking at the leader and saying, "Here's some outside perspective." You know, like mm-hmm. let let's let's think outside the box for a second here. Right. We're in our own little Avengers box that now got exploded. Let's think a little bit harder. This whole conversation too that they have, and, it, and it's mostly Tony and Clint going back and forth, but Sam does some stuff too. Cap doesn't talk the entire time, so uh, yeah, he I, just takes it in, and 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 I think that's deliberate. But I do kind of wish that they focused on him, like. Do a panel or two, because most of the panels is the four of them. I'd almost wish that they did like a panel or two where, where they're talking and Steve is just kind of staring off into space. Because he thinks like... There are There is one where he does kind of like look down. Yeah. A lot of it is kind of like we are Steve and we're just there to listen. Because a lot of them are from behind his head, you know, or yeah. from, from the back, like from the back. That's, yeah, more more than the others, I, I would say. I mean, I think they all do, except for Hawkeye. Actually, they all all get kind of a They all get, like, it's, it's kind of like we're doing a spin circle if, if around it was, them. If it was, a, a, if it if was, it was an actual visual, movie, we'd be probably be, like, spinning, spinning around. around. Everybody's yelling yeah. at each other. There's still chaos. It's... Which which would be fine, but I, I like I said, I, that's why I kind of want that, like, But it's almost, but I feel like it's Cap almost rotational really from Cap. It. Yeah. You just, you just want that, like, that 
that zoom in. You want that something to that, to focus big shot. Because I feel like face. I feel like he he focuses in on Captain America and Hawkeye a, a, more than the other characters. Yeah, but you don't get a lot of internalization from Captain America. You get some from Hawkeye. Sure. Yeah. Hank Pym run, runs in His and is. Face. Yes, I hate it. We'll, we'll say that in a second. Hank Pym runs in and he's yelling to tell Tony to tell him what happened, tell him what he did, because he's pissed off and of course he's full of rage and he needs to take it out on somebody. Yeah, he's not. He might own up to it in private, but he's going to blame it on somebody else. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yep. So he's telling him that. So he goes like he was drunk and he went all crazy and he tried to kill the Latvian ambassador in front of the world leaders, and. Before Tony can say anything, he's like, "I," and he's like, "I wasn't drunk." This is where you get the frame that you really love, Rachel. It's this weird ass picture of Hank Pym. Yeah, with something's his... off about this. I think it's his model. mouth. Yeah, it's his it's, mouth. He's, he's it's too teeth. big. It's like he's showing his all of his. It's like teeth. he's dislodging his jaw. It's like why? How are you showing all of your teeth, sir? <laughs> something's wrong with your lips. Something's wrong with your face. What's wrong with his face? <laughs> Tony says that he hasn't had a drink in forever. He wasn't drunk. He doesn't know what's going on. He thinks that it's connected to something that, that whatever happened in the mansion. And he's saying, like, I think they're connected. And Hank's like, hey, I created Ultron, and I'll stand up, like, and I'll take responsibility for that, but you can't even take responsibility for this. And he's like, you don't believe me. He's like, do any of you, you others believe me? And Kat, and they all kind of look at him for a second, and Steve and Falcon are like, Steve says, I believe you. And Falcon says, man says what the man says. I believe you. And Hawkeye, being Hawkeye. Hawkeye is skeptical. <laughs> yes. And being Hawkeye, he's like, well, my dad was an alcoholic. Yeah, he knows his vices. So yeah. he's just like, well. And he's like, I, you know, I don't know. You're a little wobbly right now. And I, I don't know what to say. So he, he gets a little pissed. Tony does. And he's like, look, I mean, I'm not judging. We'll deal with this together. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> so, yep, I mean, he doesn't much. actually say that, but that's kind he of what he might as well have. And he's like, look, I have been financially supporting the Avengers this whole time, and this is the kind of support I get. So he takes off. Yeah. And then Hawkeye's like, Cap, I didn't mean that, he, you know, he should, like, leave. And, and he's like, no, no, no. Fuck you guys. I'm going home. Yep. <laughs> and he does. He leaves. So Tony just leaves. And Captain America's like, just give him a minute, he'll he'll get it together. Captain America's like, I believe him. And Hank's like, well, you, ah, that's you. <laughs> so he's like, Which is also, that just sounds like a very Hank thing to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, you of course you would do that. And he wants to show him the video and, like, show the proof and everything. And it's just kind of like, well, I, I still believe him. Like, you know, yeah. like, something's going on. Something weird is happening. I'll believe him right now. As this is happening, they get another alert from their uh, pagers, which look like... You know what they look like? Like, you can see it in Cap and Falcon's hand here. They look like the thing when you're at, like, a Chili's. When you go to a restaurant and, and they the hand you the thing and, and you can, like, walk ready. outside or go sit yeah. somewhere. And it buzzes and it lights up with, like, yeah. little red dots. That's what it looks like. Yep, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> I got all of these uh, things from a, from an Applebee's down. And it shut down. They were, so they were a bunch of leftovers, so I'm just getting us all them. <laughs> I put a little. I put a little screen on it so that it. I put a big A yeah. for Avengers. <laughs> it's a big A on it. Yeah, this isn't your best work here, Tony. Well, you know it was. 
I work with whatever I get. I'm going to come up with something terribly important here. (laughs) It's fine. It does its job. I'm on a budget here, people. I'm the Secretary of Defense now. So they are telling him, like, hey, you think what you got to think. We're going to go back to to the mansion. And they fly the Quinjin in there. Rachel, okay, I get it. I get that they're they're parking across the street. They're parking in Central Park, so they're not parking in the middle of this zone that's been bombed three times. Right. Why the fuck are there people having picnics and walking their dog in this park? Is There's it... smoldering wreckage is it... across the street. Yeah, you're right. That is weird. I feel it's like a little weird. I feel like the whole surrounding area would have been quarantined off by shield yes they would have said stay in your homes they would have said go home they would have said like especially when they haven't figured out what exactly happened yes so yeah the picnic and like the walking yeah that's weird i just thought it was funny to see oversight i say now at the same time they could also be gawking at, at this point in the Marvel universe, you're just used to this shit happening. Yeah, I think they're just used to it, and they're gawking There's because they can like, see they can see what's can going you on. Imagine living in Marvel Universe, New York. I wouldn't. What, I wouldn't. Fuck. Would you ever live in that city? <laughs> but what is happening here is that all of, anyone that's ever been an Avenger has shown up. Strangely, Daredevil is there. <laughs> like I feel like that's a weird character to to be there. But the Fantastic Four are there. Spider Man's there. Carol Danvers has shown up. Spider Woman is there. Who? Moon Knight. <laughs> Moon Knight is front and center. Front for and some center. Reason. Black Panther, Namor, Hercules. All these guys are there. You name them, they're there. Because some again, of them I don't know the names of. Well, because... and those are the those are probably all those characters that were being propped up by being in the Avengers. Oh, yeah. Like, the characters oh, we sure. just said are characters that are... Like, normal characters. They're big-ass characters. <laughs> but the rest of them are just kind of, like... Yeah, I don't know who some of these people are in the in some of these fr- frames here. I also thought it was weird that Falcon is in that shot. The fuck is Falcon in this, like, group for? Shouldn't he be on the other yeah, side of Cap and Hawkeye? Yeah, why is he not with Hawkeye? Cap and Hawkeye? <laughs> I think he's he... like I flew back and I was just talking. To I don't think he should have been there. I think this that was a mistake. Person. Wait, I know that one. Which one's that? The one that he's sitting next to. Who? On the left. Next to Falcon. Yeah. Uh, Black that... Knight is to the to his right, with the helmet on. Okay, I don't know. Then never mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who the other guy. I, the, I don't know. The guy I... to his left. No, I have no clue who that he is. He does look familiar too, but the one that's front in front of him. That's Black Knight. Oh, that is Black Knight. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who... There's a Gambit-looking guy there. Yeah, I don't know who that is. (laughs) Tigra, I know. (laughs) Um, We're just looking. Oh, uh, Hercules. Hercules is here. I said Hercules. Oh, I didn't hear you say Hercules. Hellcat, I see. I don't know who most of the people in the back are. Who's the metallic lady? Jocasta. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, anyway. Spider-Man is up on top of the truck. <laughs> and that's how right. that is how the issue ends. Rachel, does your issue since you're you're I'm in the trade back. Does your issue end with the next panel or the next page being a giant A being torn apart? There is no next panel. Okay. For me. So for me, there's no next page. There's like there must have just been like an extra space they needed. That to fill is the what's bill, on the, the cover booklet. of of that oh. other one too. It's okay. not like a full cover, but it was like a little spot in the corner. That's when I said like the shattered A. Okay, I've got yeah. the Shattered A in the book. Yeah, that's, so that's the cool. end of issue 501. 
So then we can get into issue 502. Rachel, the cover? Yes, he has a shattered pink A. Ah, I see. So this is Chaos Part 3. Now, I do like this one. It feels a little bit darker. We got, like, the green. Everything is green in the background. Mm -hmm. It feels very, like, ominous. We got Hank Pym and the Wasp on the left. We've got Hawkeye front and center. And then we have Wanda on the right. Yep. She has been in every... She is the only one that's been on every cover. On every cover. Yeah. And then it says in big letters, one of these Avengers will die. Yes, and they do. Yes. Temporarily. <laughs> as, as is tradition. But it is kind of like a cool upshot of them, too. Yeah. It makes them look bigger than the world type of thing. So this entire issue... I think from first page to last page has this red tint on it. it. Even darker red tint than before. It is very, very red. Yes. It's almost like you're in a dark room. It's like you have glasses developing on. Developing photographs. You just have the red side of the old 3D glasses on. Yeah. Like that's what it looks it's just like. Just a red film. It looks like you, if you put the 3D glasses on, maybe you'd see something. Yeah. Right. So Cap is asking this group that has assembled, why have they come here? And Black Panther says, well, what else would you have us do? We were all Avengers once, and the Avengers are in trouble. You made the call, we all came. And Nick Fury is there, and he's like, look, I'm glad that you all decided to come here, but I need you people to disperse now. I mean, it is a crime scene. Yeah. And they're trampling on it. Maybe you should leave. <laughs> And then for those of you that are only familiar with the movies, this Nick Fury, it looks a little bit different than oh, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, I love the ultimate universe of Nick Fury was Fantastic. based on Samuel L. Jackson because yeah. he wanted to be Nick Fury. I love that. So they drew him as it, like thinking like maybe he'll be in the movie one day as Nick Fury. And because he read comic books. That's I think really still, cute. I, I think he's that. read comic books his whole life, Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know that. Don't quote me on that. But I know he read them as a kid or something because he wanted to be Nick Fury. Maybe he's listening to our podcast. If it's true, <laughs> uh, let us know. <laughs> uh, but, the, but the Nick Fury currently in this universe is a older white guy. I think like military man. Buzz cut head. Yeah. But he's got... Major he's, Chip he, Hazard. Yeah, Major Chip Hazard. Yeah. Yes. Perfect way of thinking of it. And he's he also has the eye patch and he like, has the eye the patch. He has everything. the stubble, but he's got the Reed Richards white band around his head. Right. Which Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon does a pretty nice job of explaining why he would have that. They like put it in as like a thing of like why he ends up with like the white hair, the gray hairs. Yeah. But he's also taking the Infinity Formula, which is keeping him alive and like. At that age, because oh, like he young. was a World War Two vet as well. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. See, and, I and I can, I, well, I'll get I'll into, that. I'll get into a little bit because I like to think that that's why Magneto is still possibly around. Maybe they were experimenting on him, oh, giving I him could an totally Infinity Formula, being and that's why yes. he can still be in today's world and still a Holocaust survivor. Right. In fact, Marvel, if you're listening, just fucking retcon that so that you we might can still have him be a Holocaust survivor. Yeah, he's awesome, and he should stay that way because yeah. it's it's so powerful. And it makes sense of, like, his... For everything that he does. Point, yes, yeah. His, his pathos. Yeah. Yes? I digress. So he's telling them that they all need to disperse, and he's just 
you know, telling him, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I know that there's, like, radiation in the atmosphere. We don't know how anything, any of you people will react. We don't. And he's saying all this, and it's like, yes, that's right, Nick. So why are you letting people walk their dogs in Central yes. Park? Yes. <laughs> there should be, like, a three-block radius, like, shut down right now. Captain Marvel asks Captain America if Scott is really dead. And Cap is hesitant to say it but he says yes and she gives him a hug i'm assuming she's like crying on his shoulder kind of oh thing. i yeah i assume that she's kind of doing the she's giving him an empathetic hug but also wanting one herself right and he tells everyone that like hey i appreciate that you're all here but you know nick's right we got or fury i guess i keep calling him nick, fury, nick. Fury, fury's right <laughs> and they're like hey you want some more bad news is that, are they just going live oh. with the thing that tony did yeah, so the thing that's going live is the chief of staff for the president has unanimous and the United Nations on this very strange-looking cell phone of what they thought a futuristic cell phone would look like in 2004. It, I love it. it it's like the clamshell thing from It Follows. <laughs> <laughs> it, to me, it looks like just one of those like mirrors, like old-time like mirrors that women like yes. keep in their pocket. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And yeah. but it's got like some weird doodads on the extra, but it's it that's what it is. It's just like a a mirror, pocket mirror. So the secretary, or not the secretary of state, the <laughs> chief of staff has said that the United Nations unanimously unanimously voted to disavow its relationship with the Avengers, and then they're also, of course lost the secretary of defense role. So again, it's Bendis is like we're getting rid of all of this stuff. All this stuff that like holds them back from being grounded because like they're they're representatives of the United Nations and all that. like this is yeah like, I think so he's pretty much saying you're giving big. them much too much power yeah you're giving them too much power and they don't deserve this much power and they're all mad and they're like how could they do this and, and in particular Hawkeye is pissed Hawkeye's like they sold us out all we've done for them and at our worst moment sold us out and Captain America's trying to defend them, and Hawkeye's like, listen, Cap, all due respect, but we should never have been involved with them in the first place. I think they made themselves Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hawkeye really saying, like, he's saying everything that... That they want to They're saying, get like, rid of. we need to get rid of all this. Yes. There's too much bureaucracy. We're the guys people can count on because they can't count on anything else. And if I'm mad about anything, it's that I knew this was coming. These fucking suits kind of thing. And even Falcon is like, no, Hawkeye's right. People have died and they, and they just kind of use this as an excuse to kind of get rid of us. So as this is happening, this uh, Kree ship, I think, emerges from the sky. Yes. <laughs> um, it looks like a giant Tic Tac. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's weird. They have a bunch of little bat ships, and then they have, like, this oddly shaped ship that comes in. Yes. And Fury is like, hey, Helicarrier, there's this, like, thing in the sky. And this should have been kind of a clue, because the Helicarrier is like, there's nothing there. There's nothing on radar. We're, like, we don't know what you're talking about. Right. And Fury's like, look out the fucking window. And they do, and they're like, holy shit! Yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> so... Cap says, you know, everybody that can fly, head up there and, like, just form, like, kind of a perimeter or something. <laughs> of course, Hawkeye's like, I need to get some more arrows. And all of these little bat ships, like you said, kind of come out and they start 
firing upon the Avengers, or I, they just like they look, look like they're just shooting wildly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they were like supposed to be lights or something, because I don't even know if like at this point we're supposed to think that the whole sky is red. No, I think they're lasers. I think it's, I think, because if you look at the next panel, it's it's laser, lasers, but like it's yeah. they're shooting wildly. It's almost like they're trying to just invade Earth. Period. Yeah, yeah. I think that just, is this what it's is just an invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they end up shooting down at the Avengers, and the Avengers, of course, are kind of as- assembling again to kind of fight back. And you get a little bit more perspective directly with Captain America watching all this kind of occur in the air, and they're getting fired upon. And I don't know who says it. Or who responds to Nick Fury when he says, do any of you Jokers speak Cree? And someone says, I barely speak English good. I assume it was uh, Spider-Man. Oh, I assume. 100%. (laughs) We get another person off screen saying, why are they doing this? Why are they here? (laughs) He needs data on how to stop this. Captain Marvel's firing through. They're all fighting in the sky doing this. Yeah, anybody who could fly is flying right now. One of the ships gets thrown to the ground by Wonder Man. And Hercules pulls out the guy that the pilot that was that was uh, in there, and he's firing at them. Then speaking in Cree, so they can't understand what's going on. Because Hercules was like, you know, tell us what's he's going like on. He's like asking, yeah, like you got to tell us a little bit before you just start shooting. The Cree pilot starts to try to run away, so Spider Man whips him with his webs, right? And he grabs him by the legs, and and the guy kind of get trips trips up and as he's like shooting backwards <laughs> as he's getting tripped up he gets he gets hit he in the head into he falls into cap shield. shield yeah so captain of course in his usual ways like you mind telling me what this is about soldier <laughs> so as this battle is happening quasar gets hit by a beam yes too. so probably dead <laughs> well i think he's probably okay hurt probably hurt i don't yeah. know who quasar is i I don't know. They, 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 Falcon was worried. Falcon was worried. Falcon was worried. <laughs> so Fury and Rogers are both kind of like, tell us what you like, why you're doing this. And they're like, and we know you can speak English because you're a Cree, so do it. And he says, we have come to remove you from the history books of the great Cree culture. And Cap's like, why now? And they say, it's it was foretold <laughs> by the supreme intelligence that this day would, this day and time would come. This is the end of the Avengers, and the Kree have arrived, so it will be so. You will die by the hand of those you betrayed. And it's like, what do you mean, betray? Yeah, like, how did we betray you? And then they just, like, evaporate into the air. Yeah, like, it's not like, it's almost like they teleport, but I think it's more like... No, well, he looks like he's evaporating into the air, and then, but then a bunch of them pop out. So, are they, like, are they... (laughs) I think it's supposed to be, like, reality has changed. Okay. She's she's changing it. Yeah. She's changing it so that they're all just fighting on the ground now. Yeah. That makes sense because it, it's just like a uh, beam me up Scotty while you beam down everybody else. Yeah. And and then they're fighting all of a sudden. It just happens. Yeah, so now all of these Kree are Cuz it's like on... this bright blue light. So yeah. it's like a huge juxtaposition. Yeah, and the one that Cap is holding is gone to your exactly. point. Exactly. He like evaporates away. Yeah. So now they're fighting the Kree on the ground, and they're getting blown up here. And this is where you get the hero moment for Hawkeye. So he's grabbing all of his arrows, and he's just fizzing 
them, as the word says. Yeah, I'm surprised it's fizz. I guess like, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So he's hitting him with the arrows, and he says, come on, Avengers, let's end this our way. These blue pricks, fucks. Probably fucks. Came around today looking for a fight. Let's send them home with something to talk about. So he's just arrowing down these Kree. You alien assholes picked the wrong day to screw with this Avenger. He he goes for some sort of move. He gets nailed in the back by one of these lasers. And he's his back is on fire. Yes, it's on fire. And he's like, I need some help here. Black Widow, who's now here as well, is like, Hawkeye. And again, you see Hawkeye looks up, looks at them, who, of course, are, those are probably two of his favored people in the, on the team. Exactly. And then he grabs one of the Kree. He says, not like this. Not like this. He turns on the switch from the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Not like this. He grabs this, like, jetpack that one of the Kree must have. Yeah. I think he uses, he uses, he, like, is holding onto the Kree and hits the jetpack to go up. Yeah. And then flies the Kree while shouting, not like this. And then he pulls a Randy Quaid from, uh... Independence yes. Day, <laughs> and he says like this, and then flies into like the 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 fan or like the whatever of the the ship and blows the thing up. Yeah, and I'm assuming it's because he has like the bombing arrows on. Maybe that's what I was thinking too. Because otherwise, how the hell is this thing exploding? And, like that? And, and would they have really killed him? Because like I feel like all right, your your back's on fire, great, but I think you could have been okay. Because yeah, I don't he, know. He, he was like, I need some help here, like. Like, he knew he got hit. So unless he knows, like, okay, that was a fatal shot. Like, I can feel it. Like, I'm bleeding internally or something from yeah. this. So he decides, like, I'm going out my way. And he blows up the ship and, of course, blows himself up. So Hawkeye is dead. dead. Could be a good way for him to go out in the MCU. If he wants to go out, yeah. Yeah. I'd be uh, okay with him. Di- can he, like, not even walk anymore after that, like, accident that he got in? I think he is going through, like, rehab and stuff. I don't know if he's fully, like... Yeah. Unable to walk, but I do think he has is having issues and it's going to take a long time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think like he really I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So I mean they're they're maybe they'll that, but he could also just become the guy something. in the chair. Yeah. He's got his he's got the girl now, too. <laughs> right. I mean they brought yeah, they brought Kate Bishop in, so they should be okay. So if he wants to keep being in the MCU, he could. Or he can go out his way and then just boom. <laughs> so the ship explodes and it crashes down to earth. And they all look shocked. In particular, Captain America and Black Widow, furious shouting. And this is when you get the titular Avengers assemble from Captain America, and they start fighting the Kree on the ground. And dun 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 dun. Oh, but they're gone. Oh, yeah, they vanish, and all the ships fly away. (laughs) (laughs) And the fighting is done. So they're like, what just happened? And Carol tries to chase after them, and, and Wonder Man chases after them, too. While this is all happening, Black Widow is being consoled by Falcon. Because, uh, again, it's almost like there's, like, this street-level Avengers, and there's all this, like, bullshit Avengers. Like, you can tell who matters. Yes. <laughs> right? Right. Um, yeah. Cap picks up the arrow. 
the again bow, the I, I just wanted and i get it you get that yeah, moment he does pick up the i wanted bow. It, need, it needs to be a little more he- like heavier like him squeezing it or so, like a, it a would be up. that one would have been a really good one for like a, a full shot yeah across the pan like the page yeah because you could have shown the entire bow yeah in like a really wide panel and his hand reaching for it ben is pissed off and he's wants to go into the ship and Reed is pulling, holding him back literally with his rubber body. Yeah, because they want to, they want to get him out. Yeah. So Ben, Ben, when I say Ben, I mean the thing. Ben yeah, Grimm. the thing wants to get him yeah. out. And, and he's like, "We got to get his body out of there. The guy deserves a normal." And one of the shield guys is like, "What is this? What do you mean? It's not metal. It seems like I don't know what it is." And they're like, "What? Like, what is this ship made of? It, it's not made of like." A normal material. Something that the Kree should Or even something of. the Kree would use, yeah. yeah. Considering it is alien. So then comes in out of nowhere. Literally out of nowhere. But also in blue. In astral plane form is Doctor Strange. So Doctor Strange enters the fray and he tells them, but I thought by now you would understand the true nature of these attacks. Kevin's favorite character, by the way. I don't mind Doctor Strange. I thought you hated Doctor Strange. No, I don't. You mind hate the him. Vision, but I know I'm I not a big I... fan of Vision. I'm glad he got torn in half. <laughs> I have. I thought you didn't like Doctor no, Strange. No, I, I like Doctor Strange just fine. Well, my whole point with him being in blue is, you know, the the lasers of blue that was pulling the Kree. Okay. Blue magic. I, I think I think it's a little bit different because I think he's in the astral form. I guess, which is I usually kind of figured magic like that. But yes, I can see how you could make the connection there of like the magics are being abused like it was magic yeah well i'm sorry i mean just go on no i think that that's a good observation i just i just feel like artistically that's kind of what they went with yeah yeah that's why everything is red right to show the difference sure sure i i do want to know if like the sky is red in like do they see a red sky or is it just us seeing a red oh yeah like the smoke is up and like the explosion kind of caused yeah or maybe it's like it's sunset. <laughs> I don't know. It is a bad day. Are we near? Is it a bad night now? It's, it's night by the next. It's a blood session. moon. Uh, and he says that the the magics are being abused. You see Captain America's face, and then it zooms in on him, and he goes, "Oh it's, no!" It's kind of a gross looking face. Not it's enough. a. It's kind of a bad face, but the, he knows what he that figured means. it out. He yes. figured it out. Yeah. If he's seeing, if you're seeing Doctor Strange, the Kree guys said betrayal, magic's being abused. He knows what's going on, and she didn't come with them. Like, where the hell would? No, she's she's she never to came be with. Found. Yeah, she didn't go back to the mansion with them. No, no. The hell is she doing? Yeah, they never like think about that. But I. But guess I mean, that's all the chaos is going on. So, right. Yeah. They, so she was they able were... to just sneak out. Yeah. And that is the end of that issue. It's a it's a very kinetic, action-packed, more kind of an issue. So, like, you just don't, you know, not as much is going on in that one. It's more action-y. Issue 503, Rachel. Okay, so this is an interesting cover. And I only say it's interesting because why the hell is Thor's hammer there? Because the... Because it makes sense why we sure. see... I don't... What is that little gold piece? I don't know. Is it something? I assume is it, it's, it's wasps. Wasps. Okay, headset. so we have wasps headset. We see Thor's hammer. We have maybe because of what was going on with Thor in the maybe. books. Maybe we have Hawkeye. I mean, is that trying to tell me that Thor is dead? I don't know. Well, at least fallen or hurt. 
not there? I don't know. It's just so weird because then we have Hawkeye's like bow and arrows, Cap's kneeling before them. Yeah. And then we also have. But he looks angry. He doesn't look mournful. He looks angry. Right. And we also have Wanda's mask. Yeah. Behind him. Yeah. So I don't know what this. I don't know who is like laying there because it is kind of like a cape. I think it's Vision's cape. Oh, is it Vision's cape? Okay, that makes sense. We have Vision's cape. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, Thor's hammer has nothing to do with Jack Hart's. <laughs> so he's the only one. Okay, again. <laughs> But that I'm trying to. It, it, and it's not an Ultron. It's, it's, it's Ant Man's helmet. I think is what that is. Not not Ultron. Oh, it is. Oh, okay, yeah. It's Ant Man. It, that makes yeah. more sense. But, but, it's, but it's then all the to your point, it's all the ones that have fallen. fallen. So so what what happened to Thor? Yeah, what I happened need to, to know Thor? now. I need to know. And then yes, no Jack of Hearts because Rachel. Okay. Who cares? All right. We've I done. Mean, the, he didn't we, fall here. We've, he we've, he's already we've dead. We've done this before. It happened in this book. Jack of Hearts walks in, he was knocks a zombie. on your door. He was already dead. <laughs> knocks on your he was door. A zombie. You're gonna you're gonna invite him to dinner? No. No. I don't know who you are. I'm Please sorry. leave. Our table's full already. You're gonna have to leave. <laughs> but Kevin, there's there's a few seats. We could just No. Don't shut the fuck up. Shut <laughs> up. It's full. I'm sorry. You're going to have to leave. We don't know who you are. <laughs> we don't know what your powers are. No one cares who you are. You're going to be shot <laughs> so into space. <laughs> naked, apparently, according to Wikipedia. That's a that's a detail I didn't need it's to know. That's what it said. I'm just saying. And then you're going to come back, and the only reason you're going to come back is so that we can kill you again. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Oh, that's so sad. That's how much you suck. That's so sad for that character, though. Well, maybe you can re- maybe you can write a, a Jack of Hearts character uh, comic for Marvel, Rachel. It sounds like it could be a good character. I'm just saying. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not the premise they have. I just like the name of the character. It sounds like a shitty. It sounds like some sort of side villain for, All right. for Spider-Man, and not even like like Spider-Gwen, like an alternate universe. She's fighting. Like, the Jack of Hearts, the Ace of Spades. These people are like, you know. Actually, in fact, there's a Batman Beyond group of villains that call themselves the Royal Deck Flush of Gang or something oh, okay. like that. And they there literally is a Queen of Hearts and a King of Diamonds. And, like, that's their, that's their group. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jack Hart. Jack of Hearts. This uh, episode is dedicated to the memory of Jack I mean, this, Hart. This one, it's not though, because he's not even on the cover of the book. Because <laughs> <laughs> even Marvel was like, "Yeah, just find somebody that you can kill again." I th- I like the idea that they brought in some obscure something obscure from oh, no, continuity yeah. to it is it is kind of use. funny, right? So issue five hundred three begins. I assume that this happened, like you know. Well, it says then. It's then. It's an Avengers off day from the past. What I've always wanted in my head canon, if I rewrote the Marvel Universe, what would happen is they would go on a bunch of adventures, and they go on enough adventures that they kind of get rid of most of the threats. Sure. So there's a lot of downtime. 
Right, which would be good. And this is the downtime. And then Avengers Yeah, is because assembled. right now they're just, like, taking advantage. Right. They and look, like, ritzy, like, <laughs> we're better than everybody right, right now. And Avengers Disassembled causes that sense of, like, every once in a while something might happen off a cliff. And then, like, from then on, it's, like, just, like, oh, man, we caught, we created a, a worse world than what we thought we were saving. Sure. That's kind of how I, I put this story into, into right. it. So, we start off at the mansion in the past. At the pool. On a summer day in New York, apparently. Yeah, we're at the pool. Janet and Wanda are sun tanning at the, at the pool. They're lounging. Hawkeye's doing some... Target practice. Target practice. Target practice, thank you, on, mm -hmm. the, on the other side. And they're talking about how Janet had a bit of a scare. Wanda's like, what do you mean? And she's like, like don't 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 speak too loudly. <laughs> it's just you know, my monthly friend came a bit late. Wanda's like, you thought you were pregnant, and Janet's like, shh, I'm not. I just thought I was. Right. Janet looks like a fucking idiot in this, in the whole thing because Rachel. All the chaos that's about to be caused over the next decade of Marvel Comics is because Janet Van Dyne couldn't shut her fucking mouth. It's very true. <laughs> it's very true. It's this moment. We are being told the moment, and it is kind of her fault. I mean, ultimately, it is the Avengers' Ult fault. I was going to say, ultimately, I kind of agree with Wanda. And, I'll, and I'll get to that, but, like, Janet, shut the fuck up. But she's saying that she thought that she was pregnant because she thought she was she missed her period, but she was just late. Right. And she really freaked out, and she was like, the last thing I need right now is this a little Clint Barton running around. So apparently she slept Having with Clint. Having with Clint. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that happened. At this point, even, like, she waves at Clint, and, like, Clint's like, hey. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> because Wanda's like, are you too seeing each other and they're like no we just we never have any conversations about feelings or anything but she's like can you imagine with it, me with a kid like a kid could grow up normal in this environment avengers should not have kids superheroes should not have kids that should be a rule <laughs> and you thought that you could have two and that was her mistake <laughs> right there everybody yeah so she was not thinking and wanda's like the hell are you talking about what and Janet's like, what do you mean? What? Never, what? Never mind. You I have, to pee. Pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. I'm going to I'm gonna go. I've got a bunch of margaritas in this New York sun. And I just yeah, and leave. she just like runs away. Now, in the comics and even in like the cartoon, the one that I like from 20, 20, 2009, something like that. Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Janet's a little ditzy. She's a little ditzy. Sure. So I kind of get it that she's kind of like kinda the ditz that. moment. Yeah. yeah. So well, she's just kind of like in a relaxed state. She's just not thinking, right? But I do love this kind of page where Jan now Wanda is lost in thought. She's thinking, yeah, and she's thinking, and she's just sitting there. And she takes the sunglasses off and she like closes her eyes because she's trying to remember something. Yes. So I like this whole thing because of the idea that. The Avengers are so broken that they couldn't recognize that one of their own was having a mental breakdown. Yes. They couldn't talk to one of them. Nope. They couldn't talk to each other. Mm-mm. 
they're so scattered in their own in their own little universes shit, yeah all of them individually that they can't function as a team yeah and I feel like that's wanda exactly is, is just a consequence of this yes because i mean wanda has a mental breakdown here because of this that's that's why she she's responsible for this and she so here's what happens right wanda because she's wanda married vision yes they could not have kids and can wanda just not have kids period though i don't because i feel like it must be that i don't know folks at home are gonna have to let us like of course she can't have kids with vision because vision is not human right but i feel like wanda might be like i just can't have kids period because otherwise i don't know it just seems odd but because of stress and stuff Mm -hmm. uh, and because of just having having some a lot of mental stress in the in her like right. history being magneto's daughter and being growing and up in like a war-torn country probably and... be like having that magic probably messes with her brain a little bit right part of the thing about it too is that as dr strange is about to tell us is that he studied how to use magic for years yes she did not she was born earn in it the magic, which is the whole point of why people are afraid of the X-Men and not the Avengers and a lot of these is that they earned their powers, they were given their powers and had to learn them. The X-Men were born with their powers. Which, to me, if you're born with, like, the power well, it means it's that you like you're meant to have it. But but the, the argument would be, like, but you didn't earn it. But, fuck. That's why people don't like Spider-Man. I just don't, I f- feel like that fuck that, like, oh, oh you I'm didn't not, earn the I'm things that I'm not saying that, that I agree it's with it. Bullshit. I'm saying that that's Well, the... I'm sorry. I'm just on the sides of the mutants, okay? <laughs> but but his point is that she she doesn't have the discipline. Yeah, she doesn't, she wasn't, like, taught her properly. When, and, she, and so Agatha Harkness taught her. Sure. And Agatha Harkness, of course, is in WandaVision. Spoiler alerts, I guess, for WandaVision because no, I'm just saying like a lot of WandaVision is this story kind of taken into into the MCU, right? So Wanda had tried to bring into reality using her chaos magic, which that's what she calls it. Yes, she's brought into reality twins, Tommy and Billy, the creepiest looking children though, as in like the babies that they drew for them, like. The most. I don't remember the baby. Are they? Is there a panel with babies in, in here? Not in this one, but oh, I, yeah. I, for some reason I remember I seeing don't babies recall. drawn in the like in the Marvel comics can look really wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it depends on who's drawing them and how good they are at drawing a baby or not. But but like they they make babies very expressive, and it's just like I don't sure. think the baby should be that <laughs> expressive. <laughs> well, you know, you got to convey what the babies think. But yeah, so she has she brings into being these chaos magic babies, and maybe something happened to Vision, and that's why she did. I don't know. That could also be. I don't know exactly what her motivation was, but she she brought them in. I mean, it it could have just been like that sadness of not being able to have children, right? With with Vision, so she thought, "What's the harm?" And I'm going to bring in these these twins. The Avengers find out about it. They realize that she's messing with reality, and they have to stop this. Agatha Harkness, who who taught Wanda how to kind her of harness her powers yeah. a little bit, they bring her in and they have her get rid of the kids. Essentially, she changes reality back, mm-hmm. and and Agatha kind of mind wipes Wanda so that like she won't yeah. remember. See, that's the part I have a problem with. <laughs> 
Well, I think that again is like it's clever to like use that as like how fucked up was that? Oh yeah, that they, is. But that they is, didn't that deal is with so it. They, they just didn't help her brush it under the rug because that's the Avengers <laughs> oh, way. Oh yeah, please don't don't help the woman who like is in such a depression that she created two children <laughs> with her own magic. No, no, no. Just uh, just mind wipe her and then go. That never happened. You're fine. So horrible. <laughs> So I'm sorry, I, I might be on Wanda's side on this one. <laughs> oh, okay. Rachel's team Wanda. <laughs> well, I just think that was you a shitty what? thing to do. Kill all of the Avengers. Kill them all! Fuck them. Kill them all! <laughs> so, Doctor Strange explains that he's cloaked the area from magic forces. So, like, the re- part of the reason why they probably vanished, too, was that he was, like... That he came in and, like, these, put, like, a like, little bubble. Yeah. So that he can kind of explain this to him. And he's like, look, I'm I'm sorry about this, but... Who do you think has the the ability to do this? And then we get a, a shot of, or a scene of Wanda going into Agatha Harkness's home. And Agatha is there and like, oh, we haven't seen each other in a long time. And Wanda just goes, why do people think I have two children? <laughs> you know what? Fair. Just just jump right in. She doesn't feel like dealing with semantic, or not semantic. She doesn't feel like dealing small with small talk. Small talk. Yeah. And Agatha kind of like trips her like like oh crap oh god I wasn't expecting that okay yeah and she's like where are my children I think Agatha was going to handle it right because she's like look sit down yeah she was gonna try to help her do you think though or do you think she was just gonna kind of mind wipe her again yeah yeah I don't know it's it's hard to say I feel like she probably would talk to her about it and then mind wipe her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I'll try talking to her, but I know it's not going to work, so I'll end up having to mind wipe her again. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe she's done this already. Mm-hmm. Agatha's like, sit down, Wanda. We'll have a nice... And Wanda freaks the fuck out. It's like, where are my children? We go back to... The back to the now. Yeah. And Captain has... America has clearly said, like, it was Wanda. Carol was like, there's no way it was Wanda. It can't have been Wanda. And... Fury's like, well, she is Magneto's daughter. She was a mutant terrorist. She was a member of the Brotherhood, so maybe. And then Spider-Man goes, and she married a robot. <laughs> yeah, I do like. I do like. Spider-Man goes like, I mean, if I was dating a robot, you'd all be talking about me behind my back. So. <laughs> it's true. Falcon's even like, what are you even doing here to Spider-Man? And Spider-Man goes, I was helping with the aliens a second ago. Why are you mad at me? I was helping. So Bend is very good at writing Spider-Man dialogue. Yes. So they're like, well, what is the deal here? And Falcon's like, well, Wanda's life has had a lot of misfortune, but nothing that would suggest she was capable of this. And somebody says, even if you include what happened to her children, and that was sad. And Strange is like... Who is that? She's got like yellow glasses on. No fucking clue who that is. These yellow goggles. I don't know who that is. And Strange is like, did something happen to her children? He doesn't know what they did. I can't believe they didn't. Yeah, again. I cannot believe they're terrible they didn't at bring this. Strange in. Why wouldn't you have had Strange help? Strange is like amazing at magic. Why wouldn't you have had He's him He's literally there? the Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> it's like, I get that you had Agatha there. But, you know, maybe bring in another one just in case. Because she, considering Wanda has the Agatha's, ability to Agatha's change reality. She's a little dark, too. Like, she's kind of she's on the black a magic dark side, side of things. Yeah. <laughs> maybe have the other side there, too, just in case. So Hank McCoy is there because he was an Avenger. 
Yeah, he just popped out of the blue, though. Like, yeah. he wasn't in, like, any no, of the other I don't know bands. where he came in. He's just there, suddenly. And he says that she conjured them into existence. They weren't actually real. She created them with her po- hex powers. She willed them into existence. And she's like, she tricked herself into giving birth to them. But they didn't really exist. And then they explained that Agatha figured out who they were, so she erased them. And Doctor Strange is like, the hell is wrong with you people? (laughs) (laughs) Why was I not told about this? And this is where she explains that, like, her hex powers aren't, like, you know, aren't natural. Chaos magic isn't real. Like, it, it shouldn't be something It shouldn't that... be chaotic. Yeah. The thing is, is that it shouldn't be chaotic. She calls it chaos magic because she doesn't really understand how to control it. She just kind of lets it happen, which makes it chaotic to her. And with the magic, what it, with what it is, it should be control and yeah. controllable. And Cap is just... Cap just understands, like, this is, you know, that she obviously did this because, like, it just zooms in on him going, like, yeah, like, she's she's had problems controlling this in the past, too. Right. And not Captain Marvel at this point, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, she's Ms. Marvel right now. Yeah. I know you called her Captain Marvel before, but... It, 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 I'm sorry. Captain it's Marvel, Ms. Danvers. Marvel, Carol Danvers. Yeah. It's Carol Danvers. Yeah. She asks the, Doctor Strange, like, well, can't you just reverse the magic then? If it, if it was done with magic, we can reverse all this with magic. Like, bring them back. You can reverse it before it's too late. Bring back Sky, bring back Hawkeye. And he's like, no, this magic isn't an illusion. This was not a magic trick. This happened. She caused this to happen. Like, right. this is reality now. Yeah, it's not like she's doing something that's, like, just in, like, a, a flux. Yeah. It, this is actually what's happening. She was always way too limited to be able to do this with her hex powers. Like, her hex powers, like, she shouldn't have been able to do this. And this is where Carol's like, oh, well, she was calling this, like, chaos magic. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, where Strange is like, what the hell are you people talking about? Like, none of this... <laughs> like, how have I not known any yeah, of like, this? How am I not being a part of any of yeah. this? This is ridiculous. Falcon's like, well, Carol, she's the only one of us that's not here. And and somebody is like, oh, Fury. Finally. Fury's like, well, Thor isn't. So, but they're like, well, what the f-? Like, what, what do you mean, Fury? Do you think yeah, Thor because, did this? Well, cause they, well, they do, because they were like, well, maybe Loki did it. Oh, like, maybe it was because, Loki. Because yeah. Loki has powers like that. But it's like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Let me bring you back to the real world here. Like, this is strange. And yeah. he's just like, it's Wanda. <laughs> well, Tony comes in and he's like, you know, Wanda was there with me at the UN. She was there. Like, she was not the one who did this. It's just a lot of back and forth where it's like, him trying to explain like there's only one person capable of doing this yeah it has to be wanda maximum and like this is the really interesting part i think because yeah he talks they he there's a lot of dialogue there's a lot of dialogue there's coming a from him. shitload of dialogue but like the whole idea is that he's like going you got to remember her past and it shows past wanda's yes. from like the old ass comic books in between all of these dialogue panels and i'm assuming it's kind of like her worlds her universes mm-hmm. you know and he's like they all are the same it's always the same it's wanda yeah and i love the page with just all of her yes it's very cool and it's coming back to him and he's and he's explaining how this this has to be her because like there's a bunch of tragedy in her life and every single time something tragic happens a little bit more slips away but she has all these powers that she doesn't understand that she doesn't she hasn't control she can turn reality at its whim and it's just all consuming for somebody that didn't have these stresses. It would be consuming. Right. And so, But she has horrible torment in her life. 
so she decides to bring in children, and even though she can't, and she played mommy to make herself feel like she was normal, and then that ends tragically. So then, what happens to her then? And yes, and then there's a couple of pages with like all of these Wandas, and I assumed like you did, Rachel, that these are probably from different comic books. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The... I think they're just across the 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 Marvel like comic book verse. Yeah. Like every different like different version of her, it, there's it's always so tragic. So then they finally are kind of like, okay, you know, is the, is this really Wanda? And then Hank is McCoy is like, but Wanda doesn't even remember what happened to her children. Agatha Harkness took care of that. And they're like, well, maybe she remembered. Why would she be attacking us? And uh, this whole time, Cap apparently is just holding Hawkeye's bow and arrow too. Yes. Yeah. It was sad. sad. And they're like, look, I don't think I'm wrong about this. And Iron Man's like, okay, well, where is she? Can you tell us where she's at? And uh, Doctor Strange says, well, the map, the magics create a map. I can point you right to her. But I warn you, if this is true, there's no way to be prepared what you're going to find. So then the next page is Wanda's got a big casserole or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, she made some type of food. It's like a whole freaking turkey dinner. Yeah, I think that she's I having do like love a Thanksgiving dinner. the art style change here. Go ahead. I love that it goes to almost like a black and white, and all the reds pop. Yes, all the reds are pop. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it's all all the rest of it is in black and white. Their skin is a little. It's, it's all muted. It's not black shaded. and white. It's more like a muted. I it's, should say it's almost like the the red is like amplifying a little bit around it, but like that's it. The red is bright, and then everything is just muted tones. Yeah, it's grayscale down for sure. Oh, it's it's very pretty. And she walks into this kitchen where... Well, she walks into the dining room. Oh, I'm sorry, the dining room, where she's brought in the food, and she's asking the kids how their day was, and Agatha is there, Vision's at the table, Wonder Man's at the table. Why Wonder Man? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you just caught... You knew I was going to ask uh, that. I, Why is Wonder Man there? I think they were very close. I can't remember like a brother if they... brother almost? I can't remember if they dated or if it was just kind of like... A, yeah, that kind of a relationship or what. But I know that they were close. Like, that was always a thing. Okay. Because, like, she could have had her brother there. Like... <laughs> yes, Pietro not being Where's there Pietro? is kind of weird. Anyways. So... And then her two twins, who are, like, preteens. Yes, they're like 10 years old or so. The only other thing I can think of, Rachel, is if she's pulling Wanda, Wonder Man into this. This is in their heads. This all ends up being in Captain America's head. Or he's in her head. Because Strange kind of helped her. It's not It's not that it's in their head, but this is a fake reality in whatever house they were in. Right. Right. I think so. Maybe so maybe because Wonder Man was around, she was able to pull him in. But Pietro, Pietro was there fighting for a minute, but then he vanished. Was he there? He was in one panel at some point in this whole thing, which is very strange. Oh, that's even which is more why interesting. I didn't notice up, him there. Which is why when this comes up, it's like, where did Pietro go? Right. Wonder Man is still weird to me, but I just don't know their relationship. Yeah, I, I only know that from, there's a Uncanny Avengers story by Rick, Rick Remender. Yeah. Scarlet Witch and, and Wonder Man are in that. And I know, like, they had, like, a moment in that. You know, because, like, maybe she was, yeah, there he is. Oh. So, like, where the hell did he go? That's so weird. So he really wasn't there. He really wasn't there. 
She put him there. She put him there or she took him away. Ooh, yeah. Because she, she took him, him away. To oh. Fair point. Which, which could have been what happened. Fair point, yeah. But that's not in the book. No. That's, us, that's, that's, us that's our headcanon, but that's okay. She's telling the kids to behave, and then Captain America walks into the dining room, and he goes, Wanda? And Wanda looks, like, crazed back up at him, like, shit, they found me. Well, she can't me. believe that he's there. Yeah. And Cap, who is grayscaled out, but you can kind of see the tinge of... You're right. The art it's, style's it's nice. It's muted. Yeah. Say muted. Don't say grayscaled out. Oh, you're the right. The word is muted. Okay. So Captain's <laughs> like... Captain America's like, you know, let me help you. And this is where you find out who those mouths were. Because yes. it, it actually was Billy and, T- and Tommy. It's, it's the little twins yeah, in her head. Talking to each other right. in her head. Yeah. Going like, I told you that they were going to do this. We should have punished all of them. And they're like, stop it. And he's like, no, no, no. He cares about mommy. He's one of the good ones. And they're like, no, there are no good You know, they're like going back and forth like yes, that. Like, should we punish it's, Captain it's America? The, or like the angel we? and devil on her shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And Billy takes after her and Tommy takes more after Quicksilver. That makes sense. In the Tommy head is more of a speedster and Wiccan is Billy. So yeah. Captain America's like, Wanda, these aren't your children. You don't have children. None of this is real. When he says, like, I hear you talking, I don't hear them talking, then all I, all I could, like, when I read the next panel, I just, like, pictured it in her own words, like, oh, in yeah, her he voice, say yeah. like, saying the things that she voice. sees I them hear saying. You. Yeah. 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 He's trying to, like, tell her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they're still going back and forth, like, shut up. And, he, the and all I can like, hear no, is he just, it's just Wanda saying yeah. it. Yeah. Wanda. I'm also wondering, are they just friends, or do they have a thing? Maybe they had a because Maybe when he says, you know, but... we've grown very close lately. Like, it was like that It that could have just been that they were bonding, fine, too. But at the same time, I'm like... Maybe they had a thing? I just was like, did you have a thing? Yeah, like, you know, they're in that mansion yeah. together. Why not? Everybody seems to be doing everybody in that yeah. mansion. That's, that mansion is disgusting. <laughs> Jarvis, well, it's gone now. Jarvis so. is, is like, oh, no, another condom wrapper. Mr. Barton. <laughs> Well, it's gone now, so they don't have to worry about cleaning it I up. had to clean up Mr. Stark's private bathroom Ew. the other night. Ew. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Ew. He has the word. No wonder that Cap is nice to him, because he's like, come on, guys, we you have to be nice to yeah. him. He cleans up all of our poop. <laughs> poop. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my God. Um, Anyways... <laughs> I mean, we could probably go on a good 10 minute bit about oh, Jarvis cleaning. Oh, we really up. could. Oh, Poor no. Jarvis. More soiled mattresses here Ugh. at the mansion. There's just food everywhere because they don't. Uh, like, they are probably the grossest themselves. people. I think. I don't think. I think they're a bunch of jerks because they. I bet they don't even clean up after themselves. I'm not. I'm not happy with them right now. I'm very <laughs> Team Wanda. Rachel's very upset with them. Well, Wanda... Poor Jarvis, poor Wanda. Wanda decides to punish Captain America a little bit here. Oh, her, my God. Goes she red. gives him, like, PTSD from this. <laughs> like, come on. She brings to life a bunch of Nazis led by the Red Skull. What the frick? <laughs> I, I, I feel like she was like, well, what do I know? Well, is he afraid of? That would, like, that would startle him yeah. and, like, get him to leave. And they start shooting at Cap, and Cap gets uh, pulls up the shield in time, but he gets shot through this window of this like abandoned house that they were at yeah and 
they're like, don't let us take take a, don't don't let them take us away, mommy. Don't let them take us away. Or right. Billy and Tommy are saying. So then, the next kind of page is Cap is like trying to recover, and Wanda is like, I love the hovering. idea that she's like hovering above them with she's like her freaking the Scarlet on. Witch. Yeah. Like now just, she's she, Scarlet Witch. She's Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So she's hovering above them. The bravest of them being Carol Danvers to like kind of call her out on her shit. Moon yeah. Knight was right behind her though. <laughs> notice that just saying moon knight should understand he's got oh has Look, multiple personality disorder knight. i understand what's going on right deadpool could be here helping out too yeah at this point deadpool wants nothing to do with he's the just Avengers. sitting there eating his chimichanga in the corner going what the hell is happening carol screaming at wanda at this point you killed the vision do you know what you've done wanda you, like killed, you killed your, your own husband. husband you killed scott you killed hawkeye Janet's in a coma. Yeah, and she's just completely calling her out now. And the only thing that Wanda says back is, stay away from my children. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of badass. <laughs> just a little. Um, just a little. So, And then Carol's like, you've destroyed the Avengers. You've destroyed all of it. So, of course, Wanda... Brings in... Being Carol, brings in Rogue, Rogue. to punch her back. <laughs> oh, punchers in the face! I mean, she brings the freaking... Like, she brings the X-Men. But, yeah... And then she's just like, you can't have them. And all chaos ensues. And I do think that's interesting of, like, what she brings to fight the Avengers. Yes. At this point, it's themselves, and it's, like, their greatest fears. So, like, she makes well, she multiple brings... clones of, of her Spider-Man to fight. Yes. Hulk she brings Hulk. there. She brings Wolverine. She Wolverine. brings Rogue. Red Skull is there. Yes. There's another Ultron. So it's just, like all chaos again is us there because she just wants them all to like kill each other basically she wants to prove a point yeah and make them go away <laughs> and she's throwing all this chaos magic around and stuff like that but as she's doing this she has a tear in her eye and dr strange comes in and is talking in his you know oh i of agamotto and kind of voice Yes, he's going, you will stop this madness. You are hurting your friends. I'm half wondering if he's talking to her telepathically or talking to her. No, I think it would be a a different way. Oh, you think it would be like a different way? Yeah. So he's just talking through like the astral plane or something? I think he's physically there this time. Oh, okay. I think it's like um, because he might maybe he's doing it in some different language, like some sort of oh yeah, maybe he he is speaking a different language. Oh, that could be it. Okay. Yeah, because it looks kind of fancy. Which is why we're seeing it like that, yeah. It looks elvish. (laughs) There you go. Because that's kind of what they do with the elvish. Yeah, so I'm thinking it's some sort of magic language. Because he's like, this stops now, and she just goes, no. So then they start having a uh, Voldemort Dumbledore duel. They have a Harry Potter duel, yeah, right here. Uh, she's screaming you can't take away my children again it's it's not the right colors it's reversed but like so she's shooting red at him and he's like the blue shooting back i think he's just shielding shielding, yeah i think he's just shielding she even forms dormammu yeah yeah she's going she's going for it at this point at this point too she her face is uh crazed she looks like the craze she looks wicked like Like, scarlet witch yeah yeah so he fights back. He uses the eye of, Mag- uh, of Agamotto to show her the truth. And, like, it, it comes up behind and, like, flashes big lights at her. And she's he goes, these magics are not yours to abuse. And that is what finally depowers her. And she kind of falls to the ground. 
I thought that was all right. The way that that kind of oh, magic yeah. duel sort it of It makes happened. sense. Yeah. It makes sense that that's how that would work. Yeah. So she falls to the ground. Cap catches her. And Carol's like, is she breathing? And Strange is like, she's alive, but she's gone. Her mind was in a delicate state to begin with. So, like, they're kind of saying, like, she's in, like, a coma or something? I think so. I think she's kind of in, like, a coma state. Because her, her mind is probably in some other astral place is my guess yeah is that she kind of ran she's away lost in her she own ran mind away in her own mind yeah. yeah which is kind of what happens in wandavision too a little bit mm-hmm. and in that doctor strange movie too like isn't that like kind of a little bit of how that in the doctor strange movie i think so yeah, yeah i think that's kind of how he dealt with her yeah the shield wandavision guys... i don't know I know she's, I think, I'm assuming I kind of know the story that she's probably in her own mind. This this is the story. Yeah. Um, It's just that they didn't bring the Avengers into it. It's, 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 Avengers Assembled is happening, and we're getting to see what's going on with Wanda. And then, you know what I mean? In what? Isn't that kind of like, because she's kind of playing house. She's playing house. Yes, yes. Uh, It's, it's, it's what's happening with Wanda as this story is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Except like I mean, there's like, no obviously she didn't going on. kill everybody, yeah. but you know what I mean. But that is what's happening. Yeah, part that and part a story called Standoff, where Shield makes a town where everyone in it is their well, reality is t- why, changed. Why are you telling me the story when I actually want to go watch the show? Well, that doesn't spoil anything. Okay. So, the Shield guys show up at Agatha Harkness's house, and they ask Colonel Fury what they're looking like, what's what they're looking for, and you get kind of a Norman Batesy type scene. Here. Oh my god! Yeah, like, she's just sitting in a chair, and Fury right. like kind of moves over, and it's just like this decaying corpse. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you think she did that a long time ago, or is this like recent? I don't know because Fury says that she's been like she's been here for a long time. But I mean, but is it that Wanda accelerated her decay? Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, because. You could kind of go either way. Like, has oh, Wanda yeah. been planning this, or did she just right? Yeah, Fly make her handle. make her th- like make her suffer by decaying, or I don't know. Right. So then, out of nowhere, out of absolutely nowhere, here comes Magneto. This is a little weird. I I have a feeling I can I can come up well, with well, of course. So and and, and I Magneto think I, flies. No, in. he even kind of says it. So here comes Magneto. He flies in, and he's like, "Give me my daughter. I'm going to take her." Captain America doesn't put up a fuss or anything. Nope. He just hands her over. Go ahead, take her. <laughs> and then Magneto says, Xavier was right. It was you. And then he says, I failed you. And Fury's like, Magneto, where are you taking her? And he just kind of flies off with her. So my guess is what happened was Xavier was picking up like something oh he was, was wrong, picking up shit going on and, and he thought he said it was wanda and he goes no, no 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 it's not her yeah. it's not her and then he got went and he goes it was you yeah sure but why the hell did dr strange just let him take her captain america lets him take her though. but why is dr strange not doing anything now that like is he like oh well, she's know. she's in a coma now it's like you need because to we still need to get do to the stuff next step for her of the story. i know oh <laughs> <laughs> but yes it doesn't make a lot of sense that they just give him Give Wanda. on. Like, oh, that's it. Okay. I guess maybe they think it makes more sense if there was some dialogue of like, I, exa- I like need to take him can to help. Xavier. Like, yeah, I can. I, I can. I know Xavier will, can help. will be able to help bring right? her back more than Strange will, because Strange can't get into her head. Xavier can get into her Literally head. Literally go into her mind, which yeah. is what happens. That's that's what he goes and does. Sure. But it's like. But they just kind of. They okay. just kind of. <laughs> 
We so, don't have to deal with it anymore. Which, you know what? Kind of feels like another sweep it under the rug thing. Like, yeah, just, just take her. We don't want to deal with it. Like, that's the Avengers right there. They all kind of hug and are morose, and then they disperse. And then, Rachel, does your issue have... Yeah, so then there's, there's pages of the first time that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver join the Avengers. Yes. And that is how the I- issue ends. And then there is the finale issue which is drawn by a bunch of different people that drew Avengers over the years. But not a lot happens in this finale issue. It's, it's more of like an epilogue, a wrap-up for all the times of the Avengers. So, Rachel, do you have the finale? So the cover art of this one has the Fallen, I guess, right? We have Ant-Man, yeah, I suppose. Hawkeye in the foreground. It's got other, like, Hank didn't well, I him to him. <laughs> I think it's just maybe it was the general team at the time again. Again, yeah, it's probably just more char- character, right? Yeah. But I can I see our Captain Britain, Vision, Thor is on this one. Because he was part of the team. We got like a sexy Hulk. Uh, yeah, she's in a sports bra for why some she, reason. Why is she in a bra? <laughs> I don't, it's okay. I'm, um, not, I'm not complaining about of it. Of course you're not. But yeah, so I mean, I it, the art and the cover just the feeling doesn't do anything for what's inside to me yeah it doesn't always have to but it's not this isn't but i like it when it kind of ties somewhat there's nothing particularly noteworthy about the cover either though no. for being like the finale of your it does kind of run. feel like they drew all of these characters separately and just kind of mashed them together <laughs> like They're no offense of different styles though but yeah. i get i get what but you're that's saying what it, it looks like. like you 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 took uh, it was a mashup of Photoshop, and you just clipped in all of the yes! characters together. Yeah, yeah. like in the in completely different, like doing different things, and they're not cohesive. Agreed. And I wonder if that's part of this as well. True, because all the different pages are kind of drawn by different artists, mm-hmm. so that a lot of the different artists that worked on on the book over the years can get like a page or something like that. Sure. So we. We're at the rubble of the Avengers Mansion. And, and this it's... is like noir art. <laughs> Th- this this page or two, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it is, uh, actually, I can probably tell you. It's actually you very exactly like, neat. It's it. very neat looking. Avengers finale, page two through four was Alex Maleev did the line and Frank Marta did the color. Like, there's a ton of different uh, artists that did, like, all of these as you kind of go through. Okay. So it's Hank and Janet, and they're talking about, like, how that Tony said that, like, he's going to leave it. It's it's his. He's just going to leave it almost like kind of as a memorial. Janet says, what are you thinking, Dr. Pym? And Hank says, I don't want to say. And she kind of looks at him like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) like, don't you think? Yeah, she does kind of have that look where she's like, kind of like, ah, uh, yeah, I know what you're thinking. So they're all kind of assembling a bit here to kind of mourn and kind of memorialize what happened here. Beast is... They are excited to see Janet, because Janet's okay. Yes, because she just got in the hospital. Beast is talking about... He, Beast is kind of doing what I, what I would usually do at one of these, where it's like you're telling stories about the guy. So he's like, you know, Hawkeye... Could never agree with Cap. If Cap said, yeah. I love peanut butter, he'd be like, peanut butter sucks. Like, right. <laughs> Jarvis is trying to clean in the rubble. And Cap's Poor like, Jarvis, man. probably can stop doing that. Carol is happy to see Janet. They hug and they're like, you know, you could have called. And she was like, well, I've been doing a lot of 
sleeping and I was in the hospital and stuff. Jennifer is there. Yes. In human form. Yes. She's completely de-hulked at this point. And, and just completely guilty and Yeah. And Janet, Janet's like, why aren't you here as She-Hulk? Why are you here as Jennifer Walters? And she's like, I thought it would be in bad taste considering like what I did. Right. And she's like, no one's mad at you for anything. And she's like, yeah, but I, you know, did. And, and even Hank is like, the vision was dead before you did. Right. What you, did. you just kind of destroyed the body. It's okay. While everybody's like, well, Jennifer's going to announce something. And Tony being Tony is like, look, look, everybody. <laughs> like he just completely oversteps everyone talking. Yep. And he, he's a windbag. So of course he talks for a while and everyone's just staring at him. And eventually he just kind of says, Hey, my stock, the stock price tumbled because of this. I can't afford to fund the Avengers anymore. So I'm not going to. Right. So we're, we cannot do this anymore. We are going to have to break up the yep. Avengers. He's just kind of like, Hey, that's the way it is. And he's like, I'm going to make them declare this a, a, a landmark. All the tunnels are shielded off. Everything is going to just kind of be like, hey, this is here, but this is just a memorial. There's nothing else that there is to say about it. And Carol's like, I'm so mad at Wanda, and I'll never forgive her for this. Which is going to come back to play. Which is like, okay. <laughs> she just says she like hates her for what she's done. I guess. Yeah. And Janet even says like she would have forgiven you. And Carol's like, no, no, she wouldn't have. And I mean, she didn't. She didn't forgive any of them. True, true. She held that against them, and she went after them. So then Quicksilver so, enters. Fine. Quicksilver enters and says, "Like, no, she she loved you. She, my sister loved she you. She loved you, but you all betrayed her. That was in the comic. She said you betrayed me through a, a Cree, but she said it. Yeah. So Quicksilver comes in and says that he was on vacation in Greenland in a small rented cabin reading novels. Oh, thanks. Okay. Where the hell did that come? Like, you were here for like two seconds. Oh, here we go. But we saw you that day. That was not me. So it must have been my sister. I told you. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pietros explains that Magneto took her and left the country, took her to see Charles Xavier, who's trying to repair her, her mind through some psychic techniques. And hoping that if this ever happens, she's never going to be the same again, even if she does recover. Because she's going to be like, realize what she did. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, oh, if there wasn't enough tra like tragedy enough in your mind, let me let you in on a little secret that you just caused more tragedies. Right. Have fun yeah, with so that one. So now it's going to be even worse, yeah. Ugh. It's awful for her. So he says that he came there to apologize. He wanted to, and then he can't finish it and he just vanishes off. Carol wants to know where she is, though, because I think, I think she's just like out for revenge right now. I think she like, just that's wants how to she's like it. slap her in the face, yeah. just to get that like a good punch, you know, and just be like, okay, now I feel better. And then she's like, "Do we know if she could have done something to Asgard? Because nobody knows where Thor is." They're like, "Well, it got all the way to the Cree," and then they're like, "Well, was it the Cree?" And they're like, "We don't even know who could have been a victim. We don't know exactly what happened that day at all," which will come into play again with Wanda what her reach could be and what kind of implications could be for the universe at large. Hank says, you know what's been eating me? I want to know what Wanda's overall plan was. I want to know why she killed some of us, but only hurt or embarrassed others. Destroyed some things and not others. How far was it going to go if she went all the way with it? Yeah, we kind of talked about this. Which we talked about, yeah. Yeah. Because, so, like, was she planning it? Did she snap? We don't... 
we don't really have like a, a sure answer right i don't think we ever get an answer on that jennifer says she's done she's going to quit at the and i couldn't tell if she meant that she was quitting being with done with the avengers or if she was also going to quit being she hulk maybe both maybe maybe she'll like come back to being she hulk eventually but she's definitely done with being an avenger yeah she's definitely done with being an avenger yeah I think she doesn't really have a choice on not being She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. So I think she can't just quit Well, I that. meant, like, using her powers. You know I don't know I mean. if she has a full control on that. <laughs> I, th- I, I mean, mean, like, you're stopping saying... crime and stuff. Like, being a superhero. Oh, well, yeah. That's just, what I mean. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Like, I, but I with mean, great power comes great responsibility. Well, she's quitting, so she doesn't... <laughs> there's one character that believes that. I'm just kidding. None of these fucking Avengers clearly believe it. They're all fucking each other in the mansion. Oh, God. (laughs) Not this again. Hank and Janet explain that Hank took a fellowship at Oxford, so they're also going to quit. And they leave in a month. Rachel, this next panel of Carol is... What happened here? Uh, It's it's just an art style, but... It looks like the shadows are really horrendous. The shadows are really horrendous. It's on this. really bad. Yeah, I really don't like that one. Yeah, I uh, mean Tony looks really old in the background too. <laughs> she asks. Sam looks old. They all look old. Yeah, Sam looks old in that panel, but like the next panel, he looks better. He looks really good. He in looks that better one. in that one. Yeah. yeah. But she asks if they're getting back together, and they're like, "Well, it's complicated," and like you know, he was there, and they while they while they were rehabbing and stuff like that. So we'll figure that out. Falcon is like, yeah, I'm going to be done too. I don't want to be just left on a sinking ship. If everybody else is done, then I'm... And he even says he might retire the Falcon Wings altogether. So he's actually contemplating like yeah. being done too. Right. Carol wants to say a bunch of stuff. And she kind of says that she's like grown into this role. Oh no, that's not Carol. Who the hell is that? That's Captain Britain. You can okay. tell because she has the big Does scar on the mask on. Yeah. Captain Marvel still has it on. Yeah. They look exactly... I'm sorry. You drew two blondes wearing the exact same coat in this. I had... It and took sh- me a same second. same shirt color. Yeah. It took me a second to realize Carol's wearing the mask, the domino mask. Yeah. And Kelsey Lay, what was her name? <laughs> yeah. I think that was it, wasn't it? Kelsey Lee is... Captain Britain is not. So she says that... There was so much that the woman I am now doesn't even recognize the woman I was before I met you all, before I became Captain Britain. I just wanted to say thank you. I wanted you to know that I'm returning to England with with a renewed sense of purpose in life. And it's because of you. And it's because no one cared about me being Captain Britain, and I'm never going to be seen again ever in the Marvel Comics universe. And so she says farewell, Avengers, and she literally leaves. Who the hell is leaves. the guy in the next one, though? Like, who says, like, you don't have to leave, like, right this second. Like, who is that? that's a great question it looks like mark ruffalo as the i don't think i like this art style because i don't i can't i think it's supposed to be janet no yeah because look it kind of matches janet's hair oh yeah i thought it oh i think you're right this art style is pretty bad oh i'm not a fan but that's the end of captain britain i don't know if she ever comes back and none of the comics i've read from this era or on forward is she ever back I know that they're doing her in the MCU. Are they doing a woman or or uh, a woman? Or oh, okay. I don't know which woman. I don't know if it is Kelsey Lee. I would it's, hope it's Betsy, but Braddock. it's Captain Britain. I know that they're doing that. Hmm. It's not just going to be like Peggy Carter in like a what if. Okay, 
Because I know that they did Captain I know, Britain I, as, I got, it as spoiled Peggy it Carter. for me, but I know who it is. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? I saw it. I was reading like an article, and then all oh. of a sudden they like were talking about it, and I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, okay, spoiler. Right. Like if you got to the point where now you're getting the fucking Betsy Braddock, like. Does anybody know that nobody knows who this is? Well, I mean, I, I guess the the other thought then would be, do you just make up new ones? N- no. Then who are you gonna fucking get, Captain Britain? <laughs> this is why we need you need to you need to have Wanda say no more heroes, and you wipe the slate clean, and you you start over. But this, but doesn't that... somebody else can play Iron Man? Somebody else can play Captain America. And but they Star- need female heroes, Kevin. There are plenty. I know, but that, but that's what I'm saying. Like I just said that. Who the fuck would they have? They need to just do X Men and Fantastic Four and leave the Avengers off to the side for a while. Well, yeah, they do because they. There I don't are think plenty they realize... of women in that. But I'm they not... don't have like here's this like Captain Marvel is also a gender swap from the 80s but yeah she but was. she is yeah the only one is like scarlet witch and black widow that i can like name i can but i mean yeah but they're always like that weird side character but that's because that doesn't... The, the first eight characters were guys all right and those are the only main but eight that's characters the problem. so do they create new ones or they go and dig up some from the bottom of the barrel <laughs> That was my whole point. Like, it's Kevin, just a weird the... character. Like, my point was not in general. You need a female character. My point was like, if we're getting to the point where these are the list of characters that you're bringing into the universe, you need to stop bringing well, they, in. We characters. already know that they need to stop doing it, anyways. But <laughs> my point was just like, I that she's leaving, and I don't know if you ever see her again. And then you were like, oh, yeah. well, that you're going to because they're bringing her in. And I don't even know if it is it Kelsey Lee, is it Brittany Braddock, is it Ma- is it Brian Braddock, is it Psylocke? It's a, it's a chick, but yeah. Because <laughs> Psylocke was Braddock. I just remember reading Captain Britain. I remember reading that. Yeah, I, I only know that it, there was a what that What If show that they did on Disney+. Oh, maybe Plus. it's just in What they If? Did, they did it could have been What that, If but Peggy I think, Carter became I think it's Captain in something else, Britain. too. Okay. So. So anyway, she's gone, and she never comes back that I am aware of. Folks at home, let me know if she comes back in anything, because I don't recall reading her in anything else. So then Carol is, wants to know, like, so we did do something good, right? Like, this was worth it in some way, shape, or form, right? And then they decide to, to, to go through all of their favorite moments. So then the next few pages are, like, just them recalling all of their favorite moments. Tony talks about them forming the team... Janet says that her favorite moment was finding Captain America in the ice. Hank says his favorite moment was the Kree Skrull War. <laughs> I love that their favorite moments are tragedies half the time. Well, I, his point was like it was the Avengers at their very best. Oh, like, yeah. There were two alien races using planet Earth as a bat- battlefield, and they needed to protect Earth. That's from, right. And from they it. came together and they were able to do that. Yeah. And the art style is different on every page. Oh, it's yeah. a different artist from it's, it's over neat. the years. Some of, some are better than other, others are interesting, but they're all different and they're all just kind of different. Oh, yeah. It's kind of fun like looking at all the different art styles. Simon says it's when Vision and Wanda got married. So maybe it is more like a they're like best friends kind of thing, Rachel. If like his favorite moment was that when they yeah, got married. So I, I think it's either like a, a brother to one of them or both of them or yeah. just like best friend. Yeah. So they're all just they're just going through like all of these different potential stories that we'll cover in the future at some point. Yeah. Thanos is in there. 
Fight, yeah, fighting Thanos is in there. Jarvis says that it's a clip show. It's a clip yeah, show it's in comic a form. Clip, clip show, and, it, and it's neat. But like, it is, it is just kind of a lot of like, hey, remember all of these things? We're gonna tear this team apart now because we thought that it was kind of lacking uh, substance. So after they're all done, Steve still hasn't really said anything, and he kind of stands up as they're like having dinner, and he says, "The Avengers have been part of my life since the very moment I woke up to this new world." And even with all the drama and tragedy that has always surrounded us, it never occurred to me that it could ever end. I thought it would never happen. And then he does a toast to all the people that have died over the years. And Rachel, you'll be happy because Tony Stark says, To Jack of Hearts. <laughs> so he toasts to Jack of Hearts. Well, at least he's spoken of again, the poor dude. Like, <laughs> just saying. It's kind of sad. But they then go through all of the people that have died over the, the time. Right. And Carol is able to even say to all of us, Wanda too. So she does kind of let her emotions subside enough to toast to Wanda as well. Yes. I wish, and I don't think well, there is. Well, because I think she does love her. It's just one of those things where she's mad at yeah, her. Yeah. And, and I she w- wants to be able to yell at her. I do wish, and I don't know if this is a thing that ever happens, that they would have she would have confronted her yeah i don't know if she ever does in any of the future stories in this section of of marvel continuity but you look at some of the names that they say here rachel and you can kind of tell how kind of um d-list the marvel avengers teams were you got uh vision sure marvell sure mm-hmm. jack, jack of hearts. hearts yeah swordsman mockingbird was fine Ye- yellow jacket uh, the other yellow jacket. Right. Dr. Druid. Wizard. <laughs> the Two-Gun Kid. Oh, my God. That just sounds like a wrestler. Gilgamesh. Yeah, that's a weird one. Marina. Thunderstrike. Mm-hmm. A lot of garbage. A lot of garbage <laughs> killed off. You called them characters. I call them garbage. They decide to to kind of go up and they're like, ah, we shouldn't let them leave and or we shouldn't keep them waiting any longer. And they were like, do you think anybody actually showed up for this like memorial apparently? Right. And there's a bunch of people outside thanking the Avengers. Yes, with like a candlelight vigil. Yes, and pictures and flowers and everything. Yeah, which I'm sure would happen, but I'm sure there's another large section of people saying they almost destroyed New York because of an unstable member of that team. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And that is the end of Avengers Disassembled. We walked through all of that, the five issues. My voice is coarse or hoarse. It's late. Rachel, (laughs) we have come to that time in the evening where we decide whether or not Avengers Disassembled has shelf life. Rachel, does Avengers Disassembled have shelf life? For me... I really like the story. I like the artwork in the in the story. I think it's it's like a fun read, honestly, and I do think it's like a good start to everything that's going to happen later. Mm-hmm. So for me, Avengers Assembled is on the shelf. Okay, I have shelf life. Yep, but as simple as that. <laughs> okay, so I will say this about it. I have the trade paperback, so it's literally on my shelf. I think we have to, I think I have to think of these two different ways when we do these like quote unquote franchises or larger stories when we're doing a piece of a larger story. 
I think I'm going to give my opinion both as a standalone story and then, like, how you'd have to think about it in, like, a story at large if you were, like, trying to collect oh, yeah, sure. the whole story. So because of the fact that, like, it is the beginning of, of the whole story, you'd have to probably say would, like, be there with the shelf for, if you like the rest of this. Like, you'd have to have this as part of, like, your collection. Sure. However, I think as an individual story, it's a bit lacking, Sure. All it those, feels like a comic to me, though. It, it feels like a comic. I just think it's I think it's missing a little substance to it. Like, imagine if it was a little longer and you got a whole issue of watching Wanda deteriorate. Or you got a little bit yeah, of backstory of, like, that would be really seeing, nice. like, what she was going to do. Or, like, figuring out, like, any of that. Like, having focusing a, on a full, her a little bit. Yeah. Having a full issue for that would be really great. Yeah. It, it, so that is that is kind of lacking within this. Sure. There's a, and then, of course, there's the weird characters. But knowing the background to it, I like that the weird characters are in it. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying but I mind I do, those. But I do wish that, the, that there was a bit more. There's a lot of action in it. But they weren't given it. more. Right. They had four issues. Plus the finale. Yeah. And because of that, it feels rushed. Like, there's a lot of action in it. The action isn't in particular... Like, we did Old Man Logan. The action in that book is very exciting. It's it's very energetic, and, and it drives the story forward. It shows you right. different parts of the world. This is just like, oh, here's another thing for them to fight. Oh, here's another thing for them to fight. Oh, here's another thing for them to fight. Yes. Which I get is the point, but it never lets you kind of stop and have the characters change what's going on around them so in that in that way i find it a little lacking what do you mean by change what's going on around them because Um, it does have that point where they do breathe and they're at the hospitals and they're trying to figure things out and they're having characterization yeah there there is there is there i guess i'm saying like like okay they they fight the ultrons and then they fight the kree and then they fight this and then they fight that and i know there's a couple of breaks there but for me, it's just kind of like, okay, now another horde's coming after him. Now another horde's coming after him. Yes. It would, I feel like it would fit back. Here's what I, here's what I would have done. Okay. And I get that they wanted to do everything at the mansion, but I would have had problems keep popping up around oh, in the different globe. places. So that they're, they're stretched thin. Yes. And then you have the core team that is truly the Avengers have to come back to the mansion and then Wanda does her main thing Ab- to them yeah or something absolutely like that. that makes sense um so that like something like that i don't yeah. know yeah it's a fine read it does read like a comic especially from that era sure the art is very good oh yeah very very good i i, I hesitate to say as an individual story it has shelf life it's a little lacking for me but it does kick off everything so as an individual story i'll say it's in the box for me okay if i didn't have the rest of the story on the shelf it mm-hmm. would be in a long box probably yeah. um but it, it gets up it gets up there because it's like part one of all of these stories sure but it is an individual story it's not it's in the box for me on the shelf as part of the whole of the <laughs> of the avengers disassembled to the secret wars kind of era right but in the box so i like i like your idea for the premise like the for the different premise that you would want to do I do think, however, however, what Wanda was about to do before Doctor Strange showed up, she put them all together to just eviscerate them all at the same time. With yeah, with the Kree. So like, what of... was that? Well, that's what. But that's what B says too. Like, what was her end game? Like, what was she, what was she going to do? She was only embarrassing some, but she was killing others. And 
but she didn't, she was she didn't really to kill, kill his... any of them except for but Scott. But I think the plan was to kill as many off as she could at the end there. Yeah. Because it was just it was Just, just like see what happens. It was just escalating. Yeah. And this was going to be the final battle. And it didn't get to happen because... Well, she was toying with that because Tommy or Billy, like one of them says, like, I told you we should have killed them all. See? So that, yes. But that means that, that, that she was picking But then the other choosing. one is kind of like, pull back, pull back, yeah. pull back. And I think it just kept escalating. So, like, each group was escalating, escalating, yeah. escalating. And I think it was just going to keep going that way. But that's why she wanted to keep them all together, was just to have it all happen at the same time. Sure. You know, yeah. instead of it being harder for her to push it around the world and have it all happen in different places yeah so i think it was easier to kind of pull them all together shove them here and just like let a bomb off you know Mm -hmm. so i think that actually kind of holds up for the story for me okay but (laughs) no that's fine i like i like the the different version too yeah that's that's just that's a different you know but i just wanted to put that in there because i was just like that's kind of where i was thinking we can have a a slightly different opinion there i think that works it's just kind of a different it's a different opinion on like just kind of what we were it's not really i was just trying to explain what i was seeing in the oh no i wasn't like giving an opinion Whatever, Rachel. You know what I meant. Just saying. <laughs> okay, so yes, Avengers is assembled by Brian Michael Bendis and David Finch. It kicks off a decade of Marvel Universe stories, and it brings in uh, arguably a better team of Avengers, a little more grounded team doing things a little more of consequence coming up with this new Avengers team in it. But as a as a story fun enough and it gets you there and and it definitely is different that it they're using wanda to do it all against them too right but that but again that's kind of why i was like i wish they would use wanda a little more i kind of wish she was used more it, and i do she wish feels they're... more like she's kind of a a MacGuffin. yeah rather than like look at all this stuff that they did to her yeah i don't know she's the scapegoat type of thing and she be- remains the scapegoat she remains for a scapegoat. different group later Absolutely. on. Absolutely. But I, I agree. I wish there was another comic issue. Just one more issue that I think would have helped more this. Her, yeah. More her Just and one. how she's going, like what's happening yeah. and her spiraling. And that would have been amazing. And, and who knows? Maybe, like, who knows if they fought for, like, we need one more comic yeah. to, like, make this a little more sub- substantive. I don't know. Maybe they thought that that like no, they didn't want to. They, they wanted it slimmed it down because, because they wanted it to. They be were kind just of like, like, no, we just want to slim it down and get rid of it. Yeah. But like you know, they, they, for those first couple of pages when they're at the pool, like I want a little more of like, you could have sprinkled that in, over like even a couple issues. Like every once in a while, like sprinkle in her like figuring it out or doing yeah, stuff her, with Agatha her, or yes. whatever. Yeah, and that would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been nice. That is, Avengers Assembled, by Brian Michael Bendis and David Finch. Cross it off the list. It is in the box. It's on the shelf, but should be read. <laughs> should be read. No, absolutely, it should be read. I own the thing. It's on my <laughs> shelf. I'm just saying, as an individual story, well, I would... you don't have to keep <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So cross that off the list. We have gotten through the first part of the Avengers or the Marvel era. Sounds era. like a big arc. Marvel event era? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what it... I don't know if there's, like, a name for it. The I know it's, like, the modern era, but, like, I don't know if, like, the event era... Because, like, every year there was another event that yeah, they we'll said was event. going to... Every... This will change Marvel comics forever. <laughs> Just, like, this episode will change shelf life forever. That's right. And it did. Not really. 
<laughs> so we I've, as I've, long as Jack of Hearts isn't knocking at my yeah, door, I Jack think we'll be okay. Jack of Hearts on my door. I don't know what I'm gonna. Do. I'm gonna have to shoot him, I guess, before he blows up. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm Kevin, and I'm Rachel. We will see you next time for another exciting adventure here at Shelf Life. Excelsior! Excelsior! God damn this thing. Please leave. Our table's full already. You're going to have to leave. (laughs)